This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got some stuff to talk about. We'll talk about uh, some captaincy situations being stripped. We'll talk about vaccine and those who didn't take it. We'll talk about trouble in the Ukraine because the Ukraine is weak, as we saw from suspensions handed out. And the Face Off Hockey Show Hockey League draft live on air as it happens. Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, Big Bubbas. That's right. Face Off Hockey Show Hockey League is going to be drafting live during the show. We got, uh, as we sit here, as the crow flies, 40 minutes, just over 40 minutes. Oh. Um, before Ish goes down. So what's the over under on Mark getting on the show before the draft starts? Oh, zero percent. <laughs> oh God, can I change the settings of this? Because people aren't going to do um, reset draft. I don't know what's going on. So. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'll start my week. Yeah. What's up, Johnny? How's your week like? Uh, the deck is finished. Hey, big deck. There's a lots of lots of pictures that were taken. I like it. It's awesome. It's uh the trek is super nice. Um just because like it can get rained on and you just like walk outside with a broom and you like brush off some puddles and it's dry like too sweet. Yeah. So um I like it a lot. Uh then I'll be able to use it a little bit more, hopefully. Right. And uh and uh well uh so what they did find though, uh was I have a hole in my basement. Your Liza, um, your Liza. <laughs> is that is that one of her songs? There's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. Oh, oh. Yeah, so there's a hole that water was coming in and there's like water damage in my basement as well. Oh, so yeah. Oh well, they fixed that too. So good on them. Um other than that, I didn't really do much. Uh Hudson's fourth birthday is coming up this weekend. Um I got him uh, Mario Karts. Nice. Yeah, they're pretty badass. They're little Hot Wheels cars. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, God, this is genius. Like, just making little Hot Wheels cars that are like the Mario Kart figurines. Badass. So, yeah, so I got him that. Um, I also got, I think I already said this, I got Harper, uh, um, a uh, Becky Lynch t-shirt that mm. says the girl. Nice. <laughs> <On> it. <laughs> like that's fantastic. It's awesome. Um but yeah, outside of that, uh I watched AEW in uh Arthur Ashe Stadium both both nights of it. That was cool. My Fios apparently decided to break Rampage up into two one hour shows instead of a two hour show though. 
that's how that's how it happened. That's how they scheduled it, apparently. Um, because I was reading the ratings, when the ratings came out, they're like, yeah, it was scheduled as two 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 uh, one hour shows, because yeah. you see the weird break from the first hour to the second hour. Even well, while- it was like in the middle of a match. <laughs> yeah. Even while watching live, it kind of broke up. We'll be right back in the second hour. We're back for the second hour. It's like there's not even a pause. What the fuck? Oh, that's funny. That's like when we used to take breaks. Um, exactly. <laughs> those. Uh, so yeah, so that they, they were fun. They were nice. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it. Really, I watched uh, Ryder Cup most of the weekend. That was fun. That was a good time. Nice. Yeah, the uh, cheese cowboy hat that you were looking for. I did not. I didn't find the cheese cowboy hat. You no. sent me a picture of one that they had at the Ryder Cup. Well, it was the guy that was on the TV. He was wearing a, a cheese, a foam cheese head, but it was a cowboy hat, which is like literally the combination of the cheese head and the Turt Ferguson hat we were talking about last week. I know that would have been, that's perfect for the Maryland Black Bears for player of the game. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so. I don't know. I, I don't have Black Bears games this weekend. They're on their road trip from, well, to hell, maybe. From yeah, hell. the road trip's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, let's go to New Jersey. Let's take a bus ride to New Jersey and play a hockey game and then shower and jump back in the bus and go to Johnstown. Right. But, yeah, is what it is. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I did see Navy was playing this weekend, though. I yeah, don't Navy, think they're going to make it to the game, but they're playing two games on Friday. Yeah, men's and women's. All right, the draft has been fucked up. All right, I fucked up the draft. Oh no. Um, let me see if I can fucking figure this out. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, no. So the men men are playing Friday, and then um, the women are playing uh, women are playing Friday and Saturday nights. So there's that. My uh, my live draft just changed to 7:20 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I fucked up and it's gotten earlier now. I was trying to change like the draft settings and then that just didn't. So we're, we're it's gonna be even liver. So all the way live. <laughs> I hope I hope people miss the draft now. That's gonna be so much fun. I'm at the point now. It's like whatever. I mean, most of everybody's our friends anyway. Exactly. Good. Johnny, you're going to have first overall pick. Yes. Oh, God. That's so much pressure. Yeah, I know. So, no, yeah, so much pressure. Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl? <laughs> well, I mean, they have to play other teams than the ones in Canada. True. I do appreciate, like, so I appreciate in snake drafts either getting the first pick or the last pick because... You get to pick twice in a row, and then you, like, take off for, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, then you just kind of whisper, and you're just like, eh, what's happening now? Uh, my weekend, what did I do this weekend? Did I do much? Watch some hockey games. I have live hockey coming up on Saturdays. Uh, University of North Dakota plays their exhibition against uh, Bemidji State. So that that's pretty cool. Uh, watch some Black Bears. I got a nice little care package from uh, our buddy Potsy. You did? Yeah. Nice. Send me a little care package. You got uh, got a little uh, magnet from East Coast Hockey Supply. That's nice. It's got yeah. the crab on it and everything. Uh, he sent me a book called, I believe it was called Roughneck. 
Um, he sent me a book. He said, yeah. read. It's actually, yeah, it's a stupid <laughs> get off podcasting. <laughs> um, so he's got that got that going for uh, it's a graphic novel. So that's pretty cool. I like graphic novels. Uh, got me one of the Black Bears towels, the rally towels, the red rally towels. Sent me a game puck from the Caps Dome era. Is that like the original one? The You mean the red one from like yeah, their the first one. night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Got okay. me one of those. I was like, I don't remember that occurring ever since the first night. He got me some cards, too. He got me a Connor McMichael uh, rookie card out of 999. Nice. Really cool. Uh, he got me, uh, or he sent me a uh, superstar, all-star skills fabric, Johnny Carlson. That's nice. A little jersey swatch on there. Ah, like it. Uh, and then the Coupe de Gras, he sent me two variants of this one. So I'm a lucky boy for this one. He gave me a, a Will Potter. Oh. Eight U from uh, 2018 19. Heck yeah. Let's and then go. he got the signed version. Oh. So holding on to this one. Wow. Uh, really awesome from Potsy. I love that. I can't kid. wait until he goes to the Quebec Pee Wee tournament. Yeah, no, Potsy's awesome. Thanks, Potsy, if you're listening. I know you you you, you tune in occasionally, so I appreciate you. Um, you know what I randomly found this week that apparently I didn't open? Um, the Winter Classic that was in um, Philly. Okay. They gave us a pack of Pinnacle cards. Oh, Jesus. And apparently I never opened them. I still, like, I randomly found the entire pack, like, in my room earlier today. You gotta go on Doc Breaks, baby. Tell Sean P. O'Connor you can make a whole YouTube thing about it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Pinnacle, yeah. Even... Well, guess what? We have them. We have things today for haha. Fuck you. Nice. Well, so um, we will do that. Yes, I definitely agree with you as well. Uh, Potter is, is great. He's a great. Oh player. yeah, yeah. Potter is awesome. Um. So yeah, uh, John's new. Can yeah. you hear my phone? No. I'll just see if I can turn off sounds because I'm still plugged into the board. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Whew, yeah. That could be bad. Ding! Ding! You're on the clock. Wait, what? Yeah, sorry to the people. If you people can't make it 20 minutes, 25 minutes earlier than this draft, I don't know what to tell you. We all have phones, people. I hope, the par- I hope parents can't make it. Right. <laughs> take that, wise. <laughs> take, take that, people with children. <laughs> I'm drafting 13th, so but I'm... But we're putting the kids down. <laughs> Actually drafting twelfth, so nice. my board kind of looks like if if someone fucks up, I can probably probably get Ovechkin, but I doubt it. My board, my board. Um, so there we go. Uh, I gotta look up this for one injury because no one reported about this injury. Um, what is it the uh, is it the injury for Cole Caulfield? No, did he get injured? Because that wasn't on the list. I heard them talk about it last night. Apparently, uh, I was watching randomly nhl network and uh the maple leafs canadians game was on and i don't know if it was like pre taped or not i didn't really check i didn't care that much uh but apparently cole caulfield stepped on a puck during uh warm-ups and like basically skated around and then skated off the ice well uh let's get to some injury report then yeah hey check that out i broke some injuries for the first time ever on the show yeah. 
Oh yeah. It's something you expect. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face off hockey show injury reports. So Cole Caulfield upper body injury out a week. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. I did so. it. Which is interesting because I think um I guess what they were saying last night was, or um, last night when I was watching is that he stepped on the puck, but then when he fell, he like put his hand out to catch him and he oh, like hurt his wrist. That makes sense. Something like that. So there's that. The one I was tracking down was Evgeny Malkin. He's going to be gone for the first two months of the uh, NHL season Oof. due to a knee injury, circumventing that uh, that salary cap. I wonder how many injured people end Holy up on, Mark on all the Yahoo. Mark with a C in the draft. He's in the draft, he's but he's not in, on the show. Not, ironic how that happens. <laughs> ironic how that happens. Um, Mike Hoffman, also lower body injury for your Montreal Canadiens. Things keep getting worse. He's out at least four weeks, so he'll miss like the first week and a half of the season with some lower body injury. Some non-vaccinated updates. Uh, the NHL won't let vaccinated players into Canada, unlike the NBA. <laughs> NHL says, nah, dog, we're doing this by the books. You fucking figure it out. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood said he is not vaccinated. The starting goaltender for the New Jersey Devils, who plays in New York, who has a vaccinated policy, could miss substantial time if he does not get vaccinated. He said he's got health concerns. He was looking over his stuff. He wanted to be definitely sure to take the vaccine. Take the damn vaccine! Anyway. Oh, darn it. The, the phone um, doesn't have um, face-offs on it. Son of a... I'm going to have to guess on face-offs now. Uh, um, Cody Wild, who said it was his human right to play hockey, and he hoped that it, that didn't take away uh, his uh, not being vaccinated and also being very non-vaxxing. He was sent to a second-tier Swedish team uh, over in the Division Two of the Swedish Elite League. That should be fine. Uh, Lou Lamarillo ain't fucking around with this. No. No, 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 no. Lou has shipped people off to more remote places than that for less. Oh, absolutely. 35 years. Like Edmonton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the NHL is investigating Evander Kane for breaking COVID protocols. During some Jesus point. Christ, could he just not be in the news for like a month? Nope, he needs like, to get back in that news cycle, baby. Vander Kane is the Coyotes of players. <laughs> well, he is. He does keep one. He does keep moving around, and but nobody wants him. That's the weird part. Uh, Patreon. We got a Patreon. You can uh, you can do things on Patreon. We give a dollar, you get the video show. You give five dollars, you get to pick a segment, and also we might throw up a, a extra show or extra segment or face off hockey show vault. Who the hell knows? Oh yeah, I there's a lot. Yeah, uh, be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed. So can you? Patreon.com slash face off hockey show as the draft is two minutes and thirty seconds away from starting. Um, this week, Johnny. Getting yeah. stripped of captaincy here. Oh no, go, baby! Jack Eichel has been stripped of his captaincy from the Buffalo Sabers on the guys that um, Kevin Adams, the GM of the Buffalo Sabers, has said we need a guy who's going to be here. So could they have uh, handled that any worse, though? 
Like, oh no, they could have handled it a lot worse. Like, thank God. So he failed his physical. Obviously, he's got a broken freaking neck. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> so what exactly was Jack Eichel's physical? Did he like walk in and the doctor's like, "Get your neck fixed"? Nope. All right, you guys, you're good. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Carry on. Failed. Uh, according to the Kevin Adams statement, unfortunately, yesterday, Jack did not pass his physical. To this point, Jack is not willing to move forward with the fusion surgery that our doctors are suggesting. So we're going to continue to work towards a solution. Um, we absolutely trust in our we have absolute trust in our doctors. They're medical experts. They've been con- uh, consistent since day one. They never waver from what they think they should be the next step. If something else was done, they would be uncomfortable with it. If you have the opportunity to improve our team, it feels right for our franchise, then we'll do it, he said, in terms of trading him. Um, team wants clarity. Over the course of the summer, there hasn't been great clarity, but we have clarity now. It's played a role in this. Eichel is an elite franchise player. We have to move forward as a franchise, but we can't compromise on certain things. Blah, 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 blah. So, when the team's getting in your way, is it warranted for them to go ahead and strip you of the captaincy at that point? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this was predetermined. Like, yeah. but so here's my problem with it is that they had three months to put together some kind of statement that was far better than what they did. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're really looking at it, you knew this was going to happen. Unless you thought you were going to trade them, at which point you just delete the draft in your email. Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. And, and, but like, just the way that it came out was basically like, yeah, he's probably never going to play for the Sabres again, but um, we uh, are going to hold on to him until we get something great. So, uh, yeah, move along. Nothing to see here. Carry on. Um, I'm going to take the whole one hour, one minute and 30 seconds. Um, so there are other uh, situations where team players have been stripped their captaincy. Um, there's this list from 2020. And there's this list that was done the other day. I think some of them intertwine. Let's do the te- the the hockey list, hockeylist.com. An adequate name. I like that. <laughs> so it's not just a shitty name. Just a shitty name. All right, here we go. Things are rolling. Holy shit. Um, fast and furious. We got a lot of people here, and I probably fucked over a lot of people, but I do not care. You do. I mean, I'm sure you did, but it's fine. It was 20 minutes. And to be honest, I kind of fucked myself over, so that's my bad. Um, but you knew what was going I, on. I knew what was going on. If you're taking it, you're taking a draft this seriously, then we need to. We might not want you in the league next year. Oh, well, where's Ken? Right. Don't get that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. All right. So I they have a list. the nicest way possible. Yeah, we'll have we'll have they have a list top ten times captains have been stripped of their captaincy. First off, Brian Leach in two thousand with the Rangers. For what reason? Just because uh, Messier returned to the Rangers. Mark Messier returned to the Rangers and was given the team captaincy. Um, so that's why. I guess you can't lose your captaincy if you sign with another team in free agency. I'm not entirely sure. So okay. that's how it is. But. Yeah, that's how things are going. So that was that was number one. Hold on, I'm I'm next to my draft. Did oh, you pick Connor McDavid? I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. I mean, I figured I had to go that way. Uh, I'm up now. How bad is McCather? Uh, 
Do I want Cal McCarr? <laughs> He's day to day, but aren't we all? And we we all are. <sighs> Do I pass it up? I mean, a, a good defenseman that scores a lot of points. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. block shots though. Yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I can I can get I can get shot blocks deeper in, in the game. That's true. Plus, you can always pick up shot blocks and face off wins off waivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. We got five. We got five passes a week. We can do that. Um, Brad Rendemore in 2010, he got stripped of his captaincy. Um, as uh oh, because wait, did he get stripped of his captaincy or what? Hold on a minute. At the time, it seems suddenly I think why the Hurricanes removed captaincy of Rendemore in addition to winning the Stanley Cup, he also won two Selkie trophies. In hindsight, though, it was the best move. Stahl was younger at the time. Brendamore retired at the end of the season. Uh, I guess because Eric Stahl, they thought he was ready. That's technically not stripping captaincy either. No. I think the Brian Leach one's a little bit egregious because he was captain for like five years and then Mark Messier re-signs and, and you give him the captaincy back. Yeah, that one's dumb. That's kind of dumb. Um, Patrick Eliash in 2007. Um, being named captain and then went on to wear the C for the next four seasons. Okay, it doesn't say why he was stripped of his captaincy. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, that doesn't I don't. Okay. Went on to wear the A, the remainder of his NHL career. Uh, he was replaced by Jamie Langenbrunner. Doesn't say why. Just said it was short tenure. Things are going great for this, uh, this list. Hockeylist.com, not great. Yeah, no. Scott Niedermeyer in 2007. Uh, he was stripped of the captaincy because he was uh, he was unsure of his future. The Ducks suspended him. And then <laughs> he was a defenseman, apparently. Apparently, yeah. most defensemen get stripped from captaincies if that's if that's what needs to occur. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm going to be next here in a second. All right. Do I have? I got Zabinovjad ready on the board. I got Robin Lehner. I got Svech. I got Bar. Oh, I I have to take. I think I have to take Barkov on this one. Mm. It's got 669 face-off wins. Yeah, that's some good face-off wins right there. Face-off wins right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it seems that he was suspended by the team because he wasn't sure if he was going to retire. Oh, I do have face-off wins on the app. Yes, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was given, uh, Pronger was given the C, and then he was traded to the Flyers, and Niedermeyer got the C once again. <laughs> okay. This one's dumb. Roberto Luongo, 2009. He, was named he got stripped of the captaincy because he can't be. Because you can't be captain. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... Uh, Trevor Linden, 1997. Mark Messier fucked things up again. As he got signed by the uh, by the Lays Corporation in Vancouver and took the C from Trevor Linden because the ownership thought that that was the, the best way to go about things. Okay. So, oh, because Mike Keenan was the coach in uh, Vancouver at the time, I think. Uh, and then Linden was traded out of... Uh, traded out of Vancouver that year to uh, join the Islanders and then eventually the Capitals. Mike Medano, 2006. Uh, Brendan Morrow uh, replaced him as a captain. He had a good year. Uh, uh, Medano improved his play. It was uh, weird. His captaincy is just stripped out of nowhere and says, now you're not the C anymore. Uh, Then Brendan Morrow was given it. I think Guy Carboneau was the GM and also the father-in-law of Brendan Morrow. I'm not saying nepotism, but it's nepotism. Dustin Brown, 2016. Could it be nepotism if it's not your kid? I think it's family, right? Family's family. That's what yeah, Fast and yeah. Furious told us. That's true. Um, Dustin Brown, 2016. Eight years of captaincy. Uh, 
he uh, he had his captaincy removed. Just no reason. They said, hey, we're going to give it to Enzo Kopitar. It's his time now. Your time is up. His time is now. Uh, so there you go. Just taken, taken like a madman in all this. And then two, we've got. Well, there's another one that the, the honorable mention, I guess, to Joe Thornton, who had to see stripped uh, from the Sharks after this man, um, Patrick Marlowe, had his sea strip of the Sharks. So there's that. Uh, Rob Blake, retired, King, blah, 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 Marlowe received me. What is this about? God, this hockey's list is not great. This name is terrible. And then Milan Hayduk in 2022. Um, is that until the end of the game? Blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, Hayduk struggled, uh, struggled offensively. In his only season, by that time, he was 35 years old, and the team was getting younger, even though they still had not drafted McKinnon and Rico Rantanen. Uh, recognizing the team was getting younger, the Avalanche opted to bestow the captaincy on 19-year-old Gabriel Landeskog on his second season. That's worked out well, though. That's fine. Yeah, that, that one worked out great. And hey, Duke, probably just, this, uh, this is fine. This is less pressure on me. Oh, John Carlson with a shorthanded goal. Wow. Good, because the caps were down. Mm. Right. I, is it just me but i despise preseason hockey and i think it's more the fans fault than just the hockey fault like i like watching preseason hockey to be like oh that kid looks good like oh you got sent back to juniors but like everybody gets so hyped up that hockey's coming back and i'm like ah oh, it's just not a big deal it's like background noise to me right now yeah, uh, it's one of the. I'm more excited for Black Bears games than I am for the Caps. Well, no, as you should be. Uh, I think the biggest the biggest deal with that is that fans are just like, oh, hockey, 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 and the scribes are doing out lines, fucking showing line Who's charts. Who's doing lines? Oh, oh. writers, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> line charts, line charts are being fucking sent out for goddamn preseason games, and everyone's speculating over. It's like. Uh, I can do without the speculation, bro. But he, again, here we are as a people. Um. So yeah, there we go. Uh, Washington becomes the first team with a jersey sponsor. Yes. As Caesar was it Caesar Sportsbooks? It was. All right, wonderful. Um, he they they get there. They'll start next year, and it does. It's that's fine. Well, isn't there? Uh, I believe there's a Caesar Sportbooks where the uh, Green Turtle used to be. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Green Turtle got kicked out of that area that they had kicked out, quote unquote. They probably got bought out. Sure. Um, because they were wanted to put a sport book in that in that area, and I'm pretty certain it's this one. Interesting. Well, that makes sense. All right, I'm coming up next. I'm gonna pick a goalie next, Johnny. All right, you can do it. Do I, I hope you're not going with Freddie Anderson. Okay, now that, that answers my question. I was like, Anderson or Grubauer? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Grubauer probably best. I mean, you like the Pacific to be shit anyway, so that's true. <laughs> I'll pick him. I mean, it, Flurry is like on this list in, in around the same area, and you know that he's just going to make like four hundred and fifty thousand saves because. Chicago is not great either, so no, not at all. Um, so the Caps got that going for him. Hey, the Ukraine's bullshit. Yeah, I saw this. That that video was like real bad, like yeah, to watch. That, that it was not fun. It was like it was like watching like some old school shit. Yeah, 
So during a fracas towards the side of the net in a Ukraine hockey league game, uh, Andres uh, Deniskin made a racist gesture towards American skater uh, Jalen Schmerich. Schmerich. Uh, so what happened was during the scrum, Deniskin and uh, Schmerich got into it. And Deniskin just afterwards, the refs hold him back. Dude peels like imaginary banana uh-huh. and eats it towards Schmerich, who is black. I mean, I could only assume that. Yeah, Schmerich had uh, has left the team that he was on, HC Donbass. Um, Ukraine, everyone across the board, just you know, it wasn't HC Marty Bass. That would have been best. That would have been that would have added to his legacy. <laughs> um, everyone across the board in, in hockey land was like, this is bullshit. What the fuck? Come on, do something about it. So the Ukraine League is like, yeah, we, we, we don't like the racism. Three-game suspension. Three-game suspension from the Ukrainian Hockey League. It's an additional 10 games <laughs> if he doesn't want to pay the 50,000 ruple or $2,000 American that it costs to, to pay the fine for that. So I, I did see a thread on that that um, that clarified that later oh. in the day because apparently um, the person uh, that sent out the original tweet used the word or instead of and. Oh. So apparently what occurred was he got a three-game suspension because of the game misconduct. Okay. Then he got a 10-game suspension for the racist abuse because that's the most that they can suspend a player in the league, per, which at the, the end of this season, yeah, part of the CBA <laughs> or in the, whatever the letters stand for in that country. KBA. Um, uh, and uh, apparently they're looking at that to be able to um, make it more games in the future, but they can't do it this year per the CBA. And then he also has the fine as well. It's not like he gets the suspension or the fine. It's he has to do both. But apparently what was used, the wrong word was apparently used when it was being like translated or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Well, they only have 240 characters or 280 characters. Yeah. You only do so much. Hey, Brandon enters the chat. Shout out, Brandon. Yes, he's probably thinking he's early and we're in the fourth round. Yeah, I know. Um, you still get good players. We got like 47 picks. So there's that. Um, Deniskin's back in the U.S. just waiting to if things clear up and probably, honestly, I hope, get some kind of look from minor leagues over here. Yeah, so there's zero reason for him to play in that league anymore. So No, especially with, like, his team supporting him, but the fucking league doesn't. Yeah, well, yeah. It's sad that you can't, there's no, like, verbiage in the CBA that you can make a special dispensation for the guy being an asset yeah for being you know a fucking human rights violator um luke teradif of france has been named the IIHF president mm, that's good he, he uh it's better than luke tariff because then he would have just had you would have had to pay a bunch of fees exactly um and he's french he would given up those fees so he uh he is uh succeeding or success successor <laughs> He's not succeeding. No. France never succeeded in anything. Nope. Except the uh, World Cup. And possibly wine. Uh, he is the successor of Rene Fazel. So they keep it in that Alps area. So good good luck to him. That's good. 
Fassel was Swede, uh, uh, from Switzerland, right? Swiss. Yes. Okay. You are correct, sir. Uh, Doug Armstrong, GM of the St. Louis Blues, gets a five-year extension from the St. Louis Blues. Okay. So shout I'm out good to with that. that. Yeah. And now we're on the draft. Now we're on the draft. I can't wait. I, I'm really looking forward to whoever gets um, Jack Eichel. Oh, he's coming up. Oh, it's going to be Ken. Oh, is it? Oh, that sucks. Because so good. Of, that's an automatic. That's automatic drop for him, though. That's so good. Yes, the. No, he didn't. He must have pre-ranked. What? Oh my God. What a dick bag. What a guy pre-ranking like that. All right, so that's. Jack Eichel I mean, still not off the board. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for taking. Maybe people blocked him. Maybe you know? yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm all for taking. Um. There you go. He gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he gone. Uh, I'm all for uh, taking take- fantasy sports like decently serious. And again, I'm not for taking a totally free fantasy sports league super seriously that you have to like try to win every single year. It's just not that big of a deal. No. No, exactly. You're playing free 99 on this. So if the fucking draft gets, I mean, hell, we're we're supposedly ten minutes away from our draft, and there's no one in the like, da, uh, Ryan Ryan's here from Vancouver, uh, Sombrero guys there. Mark with a C actually showed up to the draft early. We were surprised. Yeah, he did. Now he's here with us. How are you doing, buddy? All right, but I signed off for uh, <clears throat> five minutes, and I wound up with Kuznetsov auto draft. Oh, well, no. I mean, is that good or bad? That's not good. Not good. I Why? did not. I didn't want to be. Again? I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. He isn't doing lines. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got a point there, actually. Um, I have an ear infection. Do so you? At least I think I do. I don't know. It feels like it does. I, I do. Yeah. So maybe not so great. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. You asked me how I was. He's okay. He's all right. Uh, good back-to-back picks, Johnny. You can store Backstrom in your IR, too. Yep. Good work. <laughs> I, like that one. I, I was like, do I take him? That? Yes. Yeah, I take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to know my queue. I don't have a queue. I don't need to know my team. Um, yeah, so I, so what happened? Uh, uh, I, I fucked things up trying to uh, readjust things. Uh, yeah, Scotty was trying to fix the way the draft was working, and apparently it, it bumped it up 20 minutes. <laughs> Oopsie poops. Well, then. So. <laughs> so. Oh, well. We were just talking about how if you take fanta- a free fantasy sports league that seriously, I think we have bigger issues. That's true. Yeah. So, what can you do? Uh, you made it. You made it. You're here. I did. Well, I guess. In sp- in spirit and in not hand. in spirit. You're here in spirit. Uh, so we were talking about captains being stripped of their captaincy. Um, but did the cap strip anyone? Did the cap strip Adam Oates or no? I mean, they stripped Chris Clark to give it to Ovechkin, but it wasn't like ceremoniously stripped. Like they didn't take him out in center ice and then rip the C off his jersey. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. how great that would have been. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> I mean, there should be uh, some sort of ceremony like that. 
to like a like a knighting ceremony where the the player has to take the C off their jersey and give it to the new guy. Dun, 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 but dun. then he has to hand sew it on. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just ceremony. You just stick uh, it on with Velcro, uh, like you're uh, like uh, refereeing uh. patches, and then you know, <laughs> right? You know what's interesting? They, the spot where the C is anyway should just be a Velcro strip. And then you can change who's the C's and the A's on the uh, on, and at any point you want to. It's true. I mean, they they make Velcro strong enough for goalies to have them, like on their pads, and not get waterlogged and fall off. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, but God, somebody uh, just took Nick Suzuki. Wow, it's a good pick. It's a good pick at seventy eight. Um, but yeah. Mark, your thoughts on Jack Eichel losing his captaincy because he's not healthy enough because the team refuses to do what he wants to do. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, I guess they could trot out a bunch of alternates like other teams have done. But who are they going to get? I mean, and that's probably what they're going to wind up doing too, right? They probably just won't have a captain. Yeah. Unless they've already announced somebody else as the captain. So what's the difference? Why not just leave the C on? Like, this is just another step to making him want to leave town. Oh, yeah, for sure. You just um, add it to the list of things that makes him want to not stay in Buffalo, which is a very long list. Yeah, I feel like he's already got one foot out the door anyway, and oh, yeah. probably half his second foot, too. And they're like, hey, 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 hold on. But that was like two, three years ago, too. Like, it seemed like that was that was this has been boiling for two, three years. It's It's just hanging out there, having a time, having a laugh. So... I don't know. Seems bizarre. Seems bizarre that they're just like, now we're going to strip you the captaincy because you're not listening to our doctors. Because they're our doctors. What? Fuck out of here. Um, who do I want now? Do I want John? Do, do I think John Taves is going to play a whole season? That's a lot of face-off wins. Or do I go with Bo, Bo Horvat? Bo Horvat! Natty Bo Horvat! Oh, I made my pick. <laughs> I just talked myself into that one. Uh... I was wondering if you had Toronto Maple Leaf sheets. <laughs> is John Tavares still out there? That'd be great. Sadly, I don't think he is. Yeah. Christian Dvorak had 543 faceoff wins last year. What the fuck? Perfect. Fantastic. Good for him. I uh, I fully appreciate that faceoff wins and blocks are part of our league. Block <laughs> shots. I like shooting percentage, too. I think that's my one of my favorite ones. <laughs> shooting percentages out there. So, uh, you're in Truba now. I mean, we should run down the league a little bit for people that just listen to us and are part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Hockey League. What do you mean? Just like in I mean, life? we're in our like we're in our like 16th year of this going on. Uh, yeah. So I had a uh, I had a tweet that showed up in my uh, time hop that said that we had four leagues of 12 teams. We did. And sure. Somebody found 12 more teams. We would start a fifth league. Yeah. It was down. It was it was it was our peak. Yeah, our peak was that time. Um, so, yeah, the, we started back in oh one oh two maybe, oh two oh three, or at least with, for this iteration of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've gone ever since, whether it be four divisions, four leagues, um, now into one sixteen team super league. I appreciate the super league. Yeah, super league is is kind of good. Um. Wow, I don't know who this. Oh, this guy plays one game. Of course, he's shooting. He, one goal, and he's got one shot on goal. 
That's awesome. <laughs> Thousand shooting percentage. My God. Um, but yeah, like this has been fun. Uh, we used to have when we did just audio only, Jimmy Chunky Butter. Hung yeah. Out, did some stuff. Well, he was part of the league at one point. He was part of the league, uh, and then also he did the reports. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, he was a good time. He was a good time for everything. He was on the 20th anniversary show. He was. People he showed up. It. Great time. Uh, but yeah, we've done this. All four of us. All four of us. Sean Sean dropped off like five years ago. Longer probably, actually. Um, but Todd Butts has been there. He was our first champion. Um didn't know what he was doing, and then he picked a lot of Russian-sounding names, Lubomirs and Olegs, and <laughs> there it is. Yeah, he was on fire. Indeed. So, there we go. You know, it's funny. We're three minutes to draft, and we we have, like, very few people. That's fine. People can't be mad now. So. Yeah, yeah. you didn't show up. You weren't going to show up, motherfuckers. Stop it. Yeah. Fucking Ken. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Mark, how do you like preseason hockey? Have you been following along? It's funny you mentioned that. I was just about to turn the Caps game on. Um, I don't know. Ooh, Concacaf. Or I could watch Concacaf lead soccer. Oh uh-huh. no, who's playing? Uh-huh. Are they Let's gonna Are they gonna bribe another team so that they can play? <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. I need to put my glasses on. I've started taking my contacts out because they bother me. This is how I know I'm getting old. Let's see. You bother me, kid. Plaza Amador versus Santos de Guapiles FC. That sounds racist. I know. <laughs> God, that's not a cocky calf team. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty, have you heard this story? No. So apparently the uh sixty one or sixty year old um vice president of Suriname um owns one of the teams that's in the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, so he started himself. Uh, great news, guys. As of 9 a.m. this morning, I've activated myself. I saw that, and I didn't know the story behind it. So he started himself. Fantastic. He wore number 61. Uh, and then uh, he has been suspended by CONCACAF for years and like banned for, I don't know, maybe longer because apparently there's in a video where he allegedly is paying off the players from the other team after the game. Uh, they wow. lost six, <laughs> one. So, so I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but, uh, but yeah, I was like, good on this dude. That's a great way to spend money. There's worse ways to spend money. That's for damn. Yeah. Sure. Good pick Mark. That's a good fucking pick. It would, he, oh, there you go. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You did that last year, didn't you? I picked him up uh, free agency. Yes, I thought so. Yeah. Right when he got brought up, I picked him up. Yeah. You love your Cole Caulfield. I do. You were a rookie rookie guy. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) You like the rookie of the year. Like it gives you extra points, but it doesn't. (laughs) Big young guy. Big young guy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're a big catcher of the rye fan, right? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Caesar's Sportsbook is down in the corners now. Nice. Well, they're going to be on the jerseys next, so. And something else. Well, they should already be on the jerseys, right? Nope, next year. Oh. So everybody was all upset for nothing. 
Well, they have the whole year to be upset. Yeah, they're going to be upset for a really long time. Yeah. Do you guys get, when you're drafting teams, do you just, like, worry about having too many players from one team? Well, I don't. I, dra- I drafted Ovechkin and Kuznetsov, so I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. I, I, I had the opportunity to take Ovechkin and then Carlson with one, two, and I <laughs> I decided against that. Well, because I'm looking at my hits and, and blocks. And it's like, ah, fuck. I need some hits, but I need some blocks. But if... um. But like, if you it. can, if you can steal like a, uh, if you can steal like a, um, a center and a wing and get an assist and a goal on on some plays, like that's huge in some situations. Yeah, you're absolutely. Well, that's right. why I feel like that's why McDavid and Drysaddle are always one two. I mean, anytime yes. one of them scores, the other one gets a point. Right. It was like the the like getting a. Uh, quarterback and a receiver you get double points essentially yeah great yeah all right well i think i'm gonna fucking pick jonathan taves next if no one else does by this point projected to get uh 908 face-off wins i forgot he was playing <laughs> yeah i think that, that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna help me out because people are gonna forget he's still on the board because <laughs> he had like lupus or something i can't remember what it was um but he's got he's got high face-off high face-off so yeah. Need that, yeah. need that face-off. Yeah. I mean, in our league, in face-off hockey show lore, mm-hmm. I mean, Yannick Perot would have been a pretty high pick. Yannick Perot got picked up a lot on free in the drafts. Yeah. Increased his stock a little bit. Get him that $1.5 million deal. And now Anton Valchenkov would have been fantastic as well because we added blocks. Yeah, that's true. That's fucking true. Jesus. <laughs> We're just we're we're just catering this to all our gimmicks, aren't we? We've actually become our own meme. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, boy, it's fantastic. All right, come on, people. Forget Jonathan Taves is there. Forget he's there for like two seconds. Come on, one more pick, Todd. Todd, you better not pick Jonathan Taves. Well, he's not a loser. If he's listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Nobody's listening to the show. Yeah, good job. Oh, he took a fin. Todd took a fin. On purpose? Uh, I think so. Oh. Kevin Lankin, and I think he probably thought he was... Uh, uh, so. <laughs> I, I mean, Todd's auto-drafting, so he, he may or may not know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was trying to arrange the picks, and... Uh, Poor Trista. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Why? She's, she's like, uh, she thought she thought it started at eight, uh, and then she cursed out. She cursed out at the Krabby Dicks. Um, <laughs> uh, she thought, yeah. So, so she would have been late anyway. Yeah, because that's fifteen minutes after the draft started. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, sombrero guy. Oh, oh, fucking. Sombrero guy. What a guy. He gets us. Even though he's Republican. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, boy, howdy. So, yeah, we're waiting for Lyle to come on now. And uh, he's talking draft stuff now. Uh, just trying to find captains who are stripped of their C. Oh, this is from 2015 on Reddit, so you know it's good. 
Uh, oh, this is from TSM Bar Down, so you know it's kind of bad. Uh, site can't be reached. That's a shame. So, so someone is coming to buy our old uh, kitchen table oh, in a huh. sec. So okay. uh, I got to step away for a few minutes, but I will be back. All right, well, there with a full team, yep. and by the time I'm back, Lyle will probably be here. So hey, make it buddy. south. BRB. All right, see, there he goes. Uh, there he goes. Mark with the C. He is. Uh, he'll be back. He'll be back soon. <laughs> Better than lick the floor clean in the purple parrot. All right, well, there you go. Trista, long-term. Long-term listener, first-time caller. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Um. So, yeah, we sit here. We're waiting for fucking preseason to happen. Nothing really big happened preseason-wise. Not really any big breakout stars. I saw someone fucking put that uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl will play against Seattle Scrubs. I'm like, well, fucking, it's all expansion team, dude. Yeah. My God. All right, what am I doing here? Are you up in life? Yeah, apparently. Two picks. You got back-to-back picks. So if you fuck up the first one, you got the second one. Two. Uh, I don't know if I want to take Philip Forsberg. Um, I mean, I like him as a person. Actually, hold on. I have Quinn Hughes. Why don't I just take Jack Hughes as well? Let's see if I can get all the Hugheses. I'll pick up the the young Hughes later. Exactly. <laughs> when he gets when he's available. Jack uh, uh, Hughes. Yes. Oh, and then I'm drafting again. That's right. Thank you. And I'll take Barakowski. There you go. Just because he scored those game, those goals in Game Seven. Yep, that's true. That's a fair point. Oh man, I'm interested to see what Colorado does this year. They don't have goal. They don't have goaltending. Yeah, I. So I, losing Grubauer was pretty big. Um, and you think that uh, Francois can jump into that, right? I mean, yeah. he's still there. But he's shown a penchant to not be able to be healthy. He's um, got Pietro disease. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I. That's an interesting team to me. I, I think that they could be very hit or very miss. Like I don't know if they have a middle. Um. So, but at the end of the day, I mean, they were a great team last year that couldn't figure out how to win a playoff series. At the end of the day, right? So, and I think it was the goaltending to fail because Grubauer was down and uh, Francois was down. Yeah, when it gets past Francois, it's like basically there's nobody there. Mark could be the goddamn goalie for all we know. <clears throat> he might be. Shit, we only have two rounds left. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just seeing that. I just looked at that and I go, oh, I go, I only have one defenseman. <laughs> oh, yeah, fix one there, champ. Uh, yeah. This is where I go into my block shots and penalty minutes for a defenseman mode. I got my guy lined up next. Uh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was fantastic. I got, two, I got my two good teams. And we'll do draft results and then we'll go back to our regular scheduled program. That's fine. I mean, we can run this right up to Lyle, who apparently is not in our fantasy hockey league. He never does play fantasy. Like, we've, we've tried to get him in. He just doesn't. I understand. You know how great it would be if we could get Lyle to do a segment on fantasy hockey uh, rumors? Yeah, that'd be great. We would just send him league reports. 
figure out what's going on. Yeah, I heard that uh, there's a rumor out there that Ken is looking to trade with anyone. Exactly. Um, yeah, Lyle, we get it. We're, we're like eight years into that rumor. Yeah, well, we, we understand the bit. I'm drafting JG Padjo, pretty good numbers. 515 faceoff wins. Uh, four, he's projected for four uh, shorthanded points. So, isn't it isn't it very interesting? Uh, it, it's very interesting to me. I don't know if it's interesting to uh, a lot of people, but I had no idea that centers won as many faceoffs as they do in an entire season until we put faceoff wins into our stats. Right. I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of face-offs. Because you have to figure that uh, even at your best, you're at what, like 55, 58%, maybe yeah. 60, right? But you're winning 1,100 face-offs in a year. That means you took almost 2,000 face-offs. Well, yeah. probably closer to like 1,800 because my math's probably off, but I just wanted to throw a number out there. Right. Um, which is crazy to me. Like it's it absolutely insane that there are that many faceoffs in an eighty-two game season. Well, just looking at the things right now, uh, P- uh, Patrice Bergeron blew people away with sixty-two percent faceoff wins, winning seven hundred and fourteen of his eleven hundred and forty-seven faceoff oh, wins four games. God. So I mean, my guy's out there doing work. Yeah, that's a lot of faceoffs. So if you got to figure, so eleven. 47 divided by 54 games he played. Um, oh, for fuck's sakes. Uh, 11.47 divided by 54. He's taking 21 face-offs a game. Wow. You, so, just don't, you just don't think about it, I feel, mm-hmm. uh, that there are that many face-offs or stoppages even in a hockey game. And you think that he's not playing the full-time either. You know, yeah, because like he has he didn't take every single face off during the game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Like you, you look at well, who had the most who took the most face offs. Crosby took the most face offs last year at twelve hundred and sixty two. Won fifty three percent of them. He won six hundred and seventy six. That's that's still kind of that's all inspiring. But goddamn. Was it was it McMichael who was practicing after? Uh, their game against the Bruins because he was getting dominated in the faceoff circle. Sounds. I, like I mean, it could be. It could have been. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's gonna be really good, but he needs to. Um, he still needs to work on mm-hmm. some things to be a a cap. But I was gonna say, do you think he makes the team this year? Um, <clears throat> I could see him making the team, but probably in like a third mm-hmm. line center type of role. Maybe a fourth line center, probably not a fourth line center, because <clears throat> the Caps do a really good job of having a top two lines and a fourth line that go out, and then the third line is kind of interchangeable. Uh, but see, Lars Eller's still there. Yeah, but you got. Um, I figure you're gonna have. You're not gonna have. Um, Backstrom's out for a little bit, so. Right, Backstrom's gone for for a time. So. Let me see what the depth chart is right now. As we as we sit here, the year of our Lord, 2020. According to CBS Sports. <laughs> you didn't hear me, did you? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> barely heard it. I heard something about 2020. 
I said it's 2021. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Uh, they got Kuznetsov with Backstrom in the second line, and of course, Hip. And then after that, Lars Eller, Nick Dowd, oh, Lex Arbosa. This is and- fantastic. This is actually our last pick. <laughs> well, it's my last pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which means I still need a second defenseman. <laughs> All right, buddy. Here we go. Who are you going to pick? Wow, I screwed this one up. Oh, well. Didn't do great. You're going to have to oh, go on that man. trademark. Oh, you still got Ghost Bear out there. You got Vince Dunn out there. I mean, I got Edler. Got Eric Carlson. You got Trubas out there still. OEL is out there. God, I forgot Tyler Johnson was fucking in Chicago. Yeah. He he not there anymore. Hmm? OEL, he gone. Yeah. God, if Eric Carlson was in such a shitbag. <laughs> right? I wish there was a... I think I might just do it just for shits and giggles because that's how I work. Exactly. Well, I mean, you do have you got you got two picks. You got you got two picks until your pick. Oh come on! I love it. They I don't love have it. they don't have the uh, they don't have the youngest Hughes on in here yet. Well, no, because he's not part of the PA yet. Oh, of who put Tony Dean? Oh, Phil, you bastard! Uh, well, that's D'Angelo. I mean, it's also it's it's fucking it's fucking like one thirty in the morning there, or it's it's always two a.m. There, I I uh, I want I want to I want to believe in the heart of hearts that he had him on his list. Bucks. <laughs> hits. Let's go hits. Oh, right. Radkus Gudis. Oh, Gudis is good as gold. Oh, but Truba's up in in a lot of uh, things right here. I think I'm gonna have to go Truba as my second defenseman. Take While I uh, I totally screwed up my draft and I forgot that I needed a second defenseman. Oh. Um, so so, uh, yeah. so we can read off our teams though if we really wanted to, so that Lyle can hear us. Sure. Yeah. So, so I had the first pick overall. Uh huh. Uh, I went with uh, I have my forwards are Connor McDavid, Patrice Bergeron, Anze Kopitar, Nicholas Backstrom. And I have Jack Hughes and Andre Burakovsky. Uh, my defensemen currently are Quinn Hughes and Jacob Truba. Probably mm-hmm. need another defenseman. And I have Spencer Knight and Thatcher Demko in goal. Pretty solid forward lines, that's for sure. I went very heavy on forwards this year. You did. You're looking to outscore and 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 maybe kill some penalties, get some get some get some more action happening on the special teams. I think. Well, so Lyle, uh, face off uh, face off wins is also one of our stats. Yeah. Yeah, our stat line, Lyle, is goals, assists, pims, power play points, shorthanded points, game winning goals, shooting percentage, face off wins, hits, and blocks. Mm-hmm. And, and shorthanded goals too. No, it's just points. Oh, short hand points. Short yeah. points, yeah. No, um, you did definitely did good for the faceoff on the for the on the draws there, though. I mean, uh, especially with Kopitar is pretty good, good all round. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with with Kopi. Uh, my team. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, sadly, I only went one goaltender, which is going to be my downfall. Uh, <laughs> with Grubauer in net. Um, Barkov, Barzell, Horvat, Fiala, uh, up front. McCarr, Ristolainen on back, and on my bench, Taves, Pajo, and Larson. Adam. So not bad on that. Pretty good, pretty good bunch there too. Mark with a C. 
uh, with his team, Debbie Does Dallas Drake. <laughs> uh, he's got uh, Ovechkin, Kaprizov, Kuznetsov. Who is he, Todd? Good uh, Lord. <laughs> Cole Caulfield, Seth Jones, Darnell Nurse, Thomas Hurdle, P.K. Subban, and then uh, Shostrachkin. Sh- 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 Who's the goalie? Shester- 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 I mean, I can't say that. Igor Shesterkin. The judicial system. Judicial system. He's got and uh Merzlikens in net. Wow, you got the tongue tie. The tongue tie. A very Eastern European goalie tandem. Yes, the tongue tie tandem. When he gets back on from selling that table to somebody from, God. Yeah, he had to talk to a guy about a horse. Yeah, he had he had to actually literally go and sell a table to somebody. He sold a table. So we have to ask him about his. Very Eastern block team that he has here. Well, the goalie, the goalies are pretty good. The goalies, goalies are pretty good. Yeah. And you got yourself a really good first line center there too with Barkov, by the way. Again, another guy that that Mister Versatility can do it all. So yeah, yeah. I got yeah. face off, face off wins on that. And I also got I, I realized that everybody probably forgot Johnny Taze is playing. So I got like not they project him to win nine hundred eight face offs this year. Wow. I'm like that's a lot of fucking faceoffs. Yeah, that that that's, that's crushing it. That's crushing it in the faceoff circle there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, how are you, Lyle? Uh okay, a little tired, but uh, okay, okay. Yeah, had to go as I said. See my see my pair of dentists yesterday over yeah. London. So how did yeah. that go? Uh good actually. Um, and I actually. That's a fantastic way to see dentists because then you get two opinions right in the same exactly. place. Exactly, exactly. That's why I always insist on a pair. Yeah, you need a pair of dentists, man. You yeah. do. Yeah. You I mean, do. it's not like the Jack Eichel situation where he's like, "I want a second opinion," because the second opinion's right fucking there. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's instantaneous. The other dentist. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, bottom line is my my teeth are fine for another year, but and I, and I got my cur- my first my first uh, COVID rapid test too on the way back to Prince Edward Island because now here on Prince Edward Island, when you come back from the island, it doesn't matter now how how long you you've been away or if you're a fully vaccinated islander, you everybody gets a COVID rapid test now at point of entry anywhere on Prince Edward Island. So even even if you of vaccines. Even if you try to like sneak your way in on a rowboat, somebody in an Anna Green Gables costume is going to be sitting there waiting for you. Would give give you a rapid COVID test. So there you go. Too young for that reference, Lyle. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and's the thing here. So that's the thing. I, I have to plug gotta, that anytime I mention the PI tours. It's the law. So. You gotta you gotta pay for that test. No. Good. Well, there you go. Well, well, I shouldn't say I, I well, shouldn't say no. Here. My tax dollars are paying for it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you I'm not paying for it directly out of pocket. No, because okay. uh, I I was looking at rapid test around here, two hundred bucks. Good uh, God! For, for a PCR, well, that's a PCR test. I don't know if that's the rapid one or not. I don't know about testing. Um, but the PCR test is two hundred bucks, uh, and you can only get it like three hours a day. It's like Monday testing. through Friday, nine to noon. Jeez, testing here is it's totally free. I'm so fucking glad that Alberta is just a goddamn set ablaze that I'm not oh my trying Lord. to go there. Oh, oh man. As much as I love my daughter, I'm trying to stay safe as well. I hope she, I well I hope she's staying safe. Yeah, she stays indoors. Uh like everything she wants to go to is shutting like kind of closing down and she's not yeah. feeling 
right about I, it? I, I have family out there, and yeah, my my, my niece basically, yeah, she said it's just a, it's a total shit show, and she said it's a she called it a doom province today on on Facebook. So yeah, yeah, not not good, not good, not a good place to be. We go fucking Calgary, and mm, so let's go watch a hockey game where half the crowd is uh, wearing masks and half of them aren't. That was that was yeah, mm, that was good to see. Uh, Holy shit, man. Other news, Mackenzie Blackwood wants to trade to uh, Alberta. Um, <laughs> there's that. Uh, Lyle, we were talking about what to make out of uh, preseason games, uh, how many how many big deals we have to make out of this, how many people we should be uh, uh, fawning over, as it were. Uh, when you look when you look at preseason, how much should we take into account of you know like hype versus hope and all this other account? <laughs> Because we've seen this before. We've seen oh, the hype and hope before. You don't you don't base any of your hopes on the regular season and preseason. I don't know why people get so excited over preseason. Oh, get a happy hockey back. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I have to cover. Maybe it's because I'm jaded because I've been covering it for a living now for 15 years. But it's just like, why? Why get excited? It's, it, you know, I mean, ooh, Christian Dvorak in his first game as a Montreal Canadian had four points. Yeah, against a team that, against the Leafs team that was half Marley's, for God's sake. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then I saw somebody make a big deal. Ooh, <laughs> Yusperi Kakanyemi got a goal and an assist in his first game with the Hurricanes. And it's like, yeah, against a Lightning team that was all Syracuse Crunch. So, yeah. sorry, that's, that's nothing to get excited. If they pull those numbers uh, middle of the season when the games really start to mean something, then yeah, it's worth getting excited about. But preseason, come on, man. You know, that's everybody knows preseason is just that's evaluation of talent. That's all the coaches and the general managers and the scouts are doing evaluation of their talent within their system. Um, maybe a last little flurry uh, before the regular season starts to maybe make, you know, address any like, glaring needs that show up. And but otherwise, I mean, sure, you want to get excited about uh, promising your kid in your system? Okay, I guess. But I don't – why, you know? Don't get excited about them until you actually see how well they're doing, uh, you know, when we're a month or two into the regular season. Then maybe you can start getting excited. Right now, they're not playing against full rosters of NHL talent. So you can't really get an accurate measure of how well a promising young kid's going to do against against a full NHL team over the full grind of an 82-game schedule. So enjoy it, I suppose, if you want. But, yeah, like I said, I don't get excited about preseason. Preseason? And Johnny made a great point about preseason earlier, Johnny. I did. Uh, I said that. I don't remember it anymore. I said I appreciate watching like the young kids play. Mm. Um, that are gonna probably go back to their junior teams. Yeah. At oh, some yeah. point. But like I don't get like all hyped up. And I'm just gonna throw this out there when Lyle said that the that people can't get um all hyped up because there were a bunch of points scored against the Marlies. I was trying to throw a Ziggy Marley drop in and I couldn't get it in there. So <laughs> sorry I went too fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I still wanted to make the joke though. It would have been good. It would have been good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna be like, which one? Ziggy? You you think I would have allowed well you think I would have learned in almost twenty years in this show that you know I have to I have we to need pay, one have, liners. I have to pace and allow for breaks for the yeah. one lines to jump Yeah, in no, there. Lyle, we get it. Your timing has never been there. Um, no, I know. I'm old, dude. I'm we're old. a very witty bunch. 
I'm a rapid fire guy and I don't really, yeah, I, I want to move along to the next thing as quickly as possible, but unfortunately yeah, I forget. Know, listen, we need to let some breaks in here. I get it, Lyle. You're, you're, these one hour hits you do with us are so tight for time <laughs> that we just, we need to get things in over and again. Well, we have to because we tend to veer. <laughs> that Glad. hit is veer. What have we done that? We, we meander at times. Uh, how about this one? Oh, yeah, there he is. Jack Hughes on the board. There you go. Okay. Uh, Lyle, what about this? What about this? What about this? And this is big. And this is big for uh, for you, your country. Yeah. Chris Johnston going to TSN. Mm. Leaving Sportsnet for a new adventure and now ends up as a hockey insider on TSN, much like Darren Drager did back in the day. Yeah, that 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 was kind of first of all excellent excellent reminder of that. Yes, back in 06 I think is when that that the the Drager drop happened where yeah. But with Chris Johnston that was interesting because he he made this grand announcement I'm leaving Sportsnet, I'm returning to my first love of you know being a a newspaper you know being a newspaper pundit being a well in this case a a, a newspaper sports beat writer. You know, going back to his first love and he waxed lyrical in his first column about how oh he used to when he was a kid he used to used to stand outside the 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 Toronto Star offices and watch the the writers going in and all that. And for my first thought is you're Make weird. <laughs> yeah, so one, if that happened if that happened nowadays, the cops would be called on. Exactly. Him. They'd be like, We've got a stalker from we may be planning yeah. to bomb the building. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's who like he is. It, we realize he's eight, but <laughs> The dude's been sitting here just watching people fucking walk out of the building yeah. all day long. Yeah, it's like we, we we're concerned that he's steady stalking. But no, but I mean he I sit there and I would see, I would see there he is out stalking, carrying his media <laughs> plate outside, having a smoke, eating that brisket. That's see, where I want I, to be. And, and Damian Cox back when he <laughs> had a full head of hair and yeah and all that. When I knew, uh, yeah, when I could get free fucking meals. This is how <laughs> I wanted to be in life. But uh, no, but I mean, he did. It was all this thing of he was kind of going back to his roots and enjoying going back to writing about hockey again and all of that with the Toronto Star. And he's still doing that gig. He's he's still doing that gig. But then all of a sudden, yeah, two weeks later, boom, he's on TSN on on the panel and he's going to be as an insider on that. And it's like. My God, my God, that's Chris Johnson's music. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it has like a whole WCW to WWE vibe back in the, the Monday Night Wars. It's like, who, who's going to be next? Bob McKenzie all of a sudden coming out of retirement and going to uh, Sportsnet? I mean, good Lord. Well, yeah, hey. They're... Bob McKenzie's going to revitalize the score. And yeah, just... <laughs> no. We're going to see Bob McKenzie on AEW. It's going to be Bobby. It's going to be Bobby Margarita. All Bobby Margarita all the time. Yeah, he's going to need a new name because they, they trademarked it on TSN. Yeah, exactly. yeah so, I know. He can't do that now. Nah, yeah, never... Bobby Margarita, and he's going to be the fucking uh, manager for Sammy Guevara when he breaks off from the <laughs> <laughs> And he's just there on TNT to, cr- to cross-promote yeah. uh, the NHL and Turner Sports. But I'll tell you, oh, That man, would be so great. It's been a lot. <laughs> Holy been shit, a, that'd up be here, amazing. I, I don't know what it's like in the States, but up here in Canada, there's been... <laughs> There's been a lot of like pundits who are Jesus like Christ. changing jobs, moving to different places. They're getting fired from one. They're starting up their own gigs, doing their own, starting up their own podcasts or or whatever. It's been a lot of movement in the Canadian sports media market this year, a lot more than normal. There, for from what I've seen, there hasn't been. 
there's some people who get like hired on by teams. I think Brandon Mackey, who did uh, locked locked on po- hockey or something like that, he was with the Senators. He did so he got hired by the Senators Sports Entertainment Group. But by and large, aside from like the Turner Sports moves and the mm. ESPN moves, and the ESPN mm. kept a lot of things in house. Yeah. Um, Turner had a couple like Turner's Turner's roster isn't that big. All things no. considered. Yeah. Uh, and look at well, and I mean, hey, listen. That's because they're going to need to have Chris Jericho. They on. need, they need our fuck. They need the money for us. Yes. Okay? Yes. They yes. need the money for us. Because listen, man, we fuck, and we need that fucking big money. <laughs> I got a, I've got a brand new deck. He's got a new yeah, deck. You do, and it's fantastic. Big. And that must have cost a small fortune. This, the, come on, man. Johnny needs money. Lyle, Lyle, hold on. This motherfucker hasn't left the house. That's true. In most of the I've last like, two years. I've literally just banked money for two years yes. straight now. Because, uh, <laughs> like, I haven't his... even been driving anywhere. He's I know. Tank four times in the last 18 months. <laughs> That's but the, deck, the new deck well. looks great, though. The new deck Thank looks you. great. It does. Yeah. yeah Local like, contractor, I, I assume. Uh, my cousin owns a company. Oh, okay, no, so, so I'm going to throw this out there because this isn't stereotypical Italian. My uh, my Italian co- cousin knows a company who subcontracts to a guy that grew up with my dad and my aunt in Shifaloo. That so, is so Italian. I feel I feel like this is like peak Italian for me. Yes, like, this is <laughs> might be the summer of Italy for me. The Italy <laughs> won the Euros, and now I've I've got a deck made from a guy that grew up with my dad in Italy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 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 it's fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Oh, it's, it it looks great. I'm 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 looking forward to to chilling with a couple of a couple of brews with you when whenever I can finally fly down, whenever COVID willing. I used to say God willing. Now it's COVID <laughs> yeah. willing. I, I'm willing. My bank my bank book is willing. But you know, I would love to know what it's like to you know not work <sighs> during COVID would, or from home. I would too. Shit. Love, love to know how it is to work from home. Oh, 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 that. Well, I mean, it's. It, 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 I work it, from it, home. Listen, it's. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. I didn't know that. I, I really, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can. I can only. I can only speak for me. I, I, I really enjoy it. But I mean, at the same, I, it, there's no other job I would rather do. There's been a couple of times when it looked like I was going to lose lose these gigs, and I'd have to actually have to go back out into the real world and get a real job. I was, you know, I was like, but I don't want to do anything else. I love doing this. But that shaky, being shaky. said, though, too, there there is something to be said for you know, uh, you know, going going to work and having like coworkers you enjoy working with and doing something. That's you problem, do. Lyle. I don't. But uh, yeah, in uh, the, in that case, what working from home for you is it would be your. <clears throat> True. When I went to Blaine, it was playing playing hockey, right? That was a fun time. And I'm like, I need that in my life. Yeah, Scotty, I think uh, Lyle's right. You should definitely try to be a, a surgical assistant working from home. Yes. I think that's a good call. Dude, you understand how many robots we have? I can do that from a fucking web. <laughs> you kidding me? I mean, shit, if you can fly drones over Afghanistan from uh, a little bunker in Nevada, you could definitely do surgery oh, from uh, your house. Yeah. Dude, laparoscopic, easy. Fucking yeah. get the little hands. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah, exactly. But Amazon's not allowed to deliver by drones anymore because they're being attacked by hawks. <laughs> you know. I love and that. Story. And rednecks. And rednecks. Well, yeah. But... The rednecks well, yeah. are shooting them down. Shooting them down. Blew uh, up real good. Woo! Mark, we're glad you're here. We want to talk to you about your team. It's just Eastern Bloc. Yes. Yes. Good. <clears throat> 
Let me, let me see. I, 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 I mean, your, your goalies have like a lot of S's. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a. I don't couple. even remember who I drafted to be Jack honest. So Merzlikin and Merzlikin, Chesterkin and Merzlikin, Chesterkin and Merzlikin. So it's just a lot of kins. A mo- oh, you got a, You got a whole lot of consonants. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> well, that makes sense because it matches him. A lot of kin, and that's what he's breeding. Ovechkin, um. Ovechkin, Chesterkin, Merzlikins, <laughs> and then Kaprizov, Kuznetsov. Yep. <laughs> Hurdle. You took it over the Lubomirs and Oleg. I was gonna say, why do you think you're Todd Butts now? You can't. I will. I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna, gonna change my talking. team to Kinzikov. <laughs> the Four all seven. Euro. You're going all Euro. <laughs> you're gonna start taking NASCAR now. And then Seth oh, Jones, Darnell Nurse, and PK. I didn't even do that on purpose. Why did you think? <laughs> I'm just curious. Why did you drop uh, Subban? He was my last pick. Okay. Why not? That makes sense. By the way, no, surprise, seriously, that makes sense. Surprise, he did not go to Seattle. That would have been if the guy you, who pick. Who? I agree. Who? Subban? Yeah, yeah. Contract way too big, man. They didn't well, want to touch it. It's only for one year, but they didn't want to touch it. I know. That's stupid. Like, that's the guy you can pick. That's the guy you pick for, like, hype. Like, who like thought, the city needs any more hype, but. They yeah. believe in the hype of Yunus Donskoy. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did yes. the Avalanche do that for, like, two months? <laughs> Three years. What, actually. Was he the guy that had the dancing memes? No, that was uh, uh what was what's his name from Marvel? Yeah. Oh no, there's somebody in the. Was that Jokin? Ba- ba- that was Baron <laughs> Baron uh, Zemo. That's who you're thinking of. Ah, uh, Zemo. Yeah. Baron Zemo. Delicious. Uh so Lyle Jack Eichel had a thing happen to him this week, and yeah, about it. And we were just talking about guys who uh, guys who had their captaincy stripped, and it seemed like Mark, Mark Messier is the big component in a couple of them. Mm. Um, but that's part but, of a legacy they don't bring up when they're making the annual Mark Messier Leadership Award. He stole captaincies from two guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he was um, a leader in doing so. It's true. <laughs> he led the way, <clears throat> fucking throwing them under the bus. Mm. Um, but like. Now, like you have, they have, like you have to get rid of them, right? Like you have to, like it has to be done. Like they can't, they can't go any longer with the charade, can they? How much longer can they go with the charade? Oh my lord! How much longer can we go with the? We support Jack, but he's not listening to the doctors that will put him out for a while and limit mm-hmm. his ability. Uh, like how much is this charade gonna last? How longer? How much longer? It can last. It can last as long as they want because the CBA allows them to to control the situation. As we said, you know, team teams have the ultimate final say in what medical procedures their players will undergo for for injuries they occur during gameplay or during hockey. Anything that's hockey related, you know, it's like Elliot Friedman made a great point. You know, he said that yeah, it's not like the guy was out like you know like. Out on a snowmobile, you know, like like you know, bouncing around mountains on a snowmobile, and he got injured. It's not that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, no. I mean, this was game game, you know, hockey related injury. But the CBA, as we all discovered to our shock and, and surprise, the CBA allows the teams to control that. So it's a big standoff. And uh, yeah, you know, there's some who think, well, the league's got to step in now to do something about this because it's not a good look having one of your best players in the league, uh, not playing involved in this thing because he, he, you know, they can't, nobody can uh, reach a resolution over what kind of medical procedure he'll get. And it's like, look, the league tried that. 
they tried that back in, in August. The league, the NHLPA, they got together with Eichel and Eichel's agents and with the Sabres management, and they all had a big sit-down to try and work the hammer out an agreement to work this out, and nothing. And I think that's probably the as far as the league's extent is going to be in this, because at the end of the day, they're going to adhere to the letter of the CBA they created, and that means either the Sabres or Eichel are going to have to blink. And... This this could last a long time. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, maybe it, it reaches a point where they need to bring in and you know uh, an arbiter. I don't know. Oh, but, Renfield T bomb. Yeah, bring in Renfield T bomb. Yeah, resurrect the ghost of Renfield T bomb. Uh-huh. Yeah, boy, I say boy. <laughs> uh, to what? extent can the PA get involved? Because it almost seems like there are other they're submarining one of their members. Like a team is submarining one of their members. There, there's, there's no submarining here. I mean, everybody agreed to the way the CBA was going to be, and that was that. It, it, in an incredible display, once again, of how short-sighted the NHL and the NHLPA are, no, that this never entered anybody's mind that there would actually be a standoff or a disagreement between a player and a team over medical treatment that he would receive for a hockey related injury because that has never happened you know yeah. never happened before i mean they, it's all well fine and good i mean the team recommends this procedure the player goes and gets uh you know a second opinion right and if the the team doctors think yeah okay no that sounds good okay we'll go with that fine but in this instance they're not because it's a procedure that has never been done on an NHL player before even though it has been done on it's it's a very it's actually a very common surgery uh-huh. we all got this impression from a lot of the reports that oh this was sort of like an experimental surgery or it's only been around for a few years. It, they've been doing this for almost 30 years that's how long the this this procedure this disc replacement <clears throat> surgery has been around but it's just it's never been done on an on an NHL player, and they're afraid that oh you know he'll he'll take a hit and his neck will get screwed up because of this surgery rather than if he had fusion it's more stable and even though it means he'll probably need to have two more friggin' surgeries in his life so I can kind of understand why Eichel's going um no I'd rather have the one and done thanks you know but uh, I feel like at this point we should be able to like three D print like pieces that you can put back into your body to like fix a, a spine they, or whatever this is oh, that they 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 kind of do that with hips now yeah, yeah. they yeah. they do they make one or two little micro incisions and they rebuild the hip inside yeah. the joint with, yeah. without even like making crazy. a huge yeah it's yeah. crazy so i mean but this 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 shows though i think just kind of how far behind the NHL is medically when it comes to advanced procedures that have never been done before on an NHL player. It's like, well, just because it's never been done on an NHL player doesn't mean that it can't. Right. I mean, sweet Jesus, you know, they never used to do, sco- they never used to scope, you know, for, you know, knees. They never used to do yeah. that many years then, ago. I bet you Bobby or wish they had that technology back uh-huh. in 1970. Mm-hmm. You could have another 10 years. Remember when we were playing over, uh, Fucking uh, Alfredson. Alfredson getting done in like like three days, and he's back on the ice after getting a scope. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, he got scoped and was was playing again in two weeks. So yeah. it's like, you know, 
but something like this, you go, oh, but if he if he gets hit, oh, you know, his neck could get wrecked and then that's it. And we've lost a valuable asset. It's like, well, guess what there, Lovelum? You've lost your valuable asset now with the standoff because mm-hmm. there is no way he's coming back to you. You know, th- this whole with the stripping of the captaincy and all of that, that that's the final nail in the coffin right there. It's over and done. As much as, you know, Kevin Adams says, oh, we really, but we value and appreciate Jack and we want what's best for him, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you have pretty much handled this ham-handedly, I would say. And it's reached the point of no return. So such a great term. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Two big hands. But they have. They've handled it badly. And he's not coming back now. You you pretty much drawn your line in the sand. So why not let him get the surgery? There are you know there are going to be teams out there that are going to be willing to take that chance. They'll say yeah, sh- sure we'll we'll let him get get it done. And what you know let him get the surgery when he's a hundred percent healed, right? You you can you can send his medical records. And this was something else Elliot Friedman suggested too. Make his medical records available to every team that's interested in acquiring him. So they can see what's, you know, what the situation is. And they can, you know, because as they said, we know there are teams that are interested, but they would like to have access to his medical records before they would actually make a legitimate offer. In other words, there are teams who are willing to let Jack Eichel have this procedure. So why not? Why bother with this pointless standoff? He's not going to play for you anymore. He's never going to play for you again. Oh, no, but, you know, he'll need to play. So people are going to want to see him to evaluate him, blah, blah, blah. Well, so what? He goes out, plays 10 games. You know, what the hell? Oh, but he could get hurt. Yeah, and he could blow his friggin' knee, too, which has nothing to right. do with his neck. Right? <laughs> or he could step, in a, step on a nail in his house walking yes, around. Yes, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous. I just don't understand. They've reached this point now where the standoff is now ridiculous. Let him have the procedure done. Let him play 10 games or 15 games, you know, so people can see, oh, yeah, he's back and he's fine. And and just let it go. Or if you don't want to go that route, let these teams see his medical records and then maybe they can you can fly him out and have him evaluated or something like that. Let him skate on the ice and or whatever. But they've got to stop this because it's just reaching a point. I, I haven't. The more this goes on, the more I think, you know, it starts to tilt more and more in Eichel's favor here and less and less in the Sabres just because their position no longer makes any sense. If this was a guy you really wanted to bring back to your team, I could understand it. But that's not happening. Let him have the procedure done. Well, so at this point, haven't they devalued their asset that they've been trying to trade for, Mm -hmm. you know, 84 first round picks, apparently, and like (laughs) the firstborn child of the GM? Um, but because at this point, like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm a team that wants to allow him to have that surgery and I'm going to give you these three players that don't play. And here's a third round pick (laughs) and you can either sit on it Mm. or maybe you can let him like continue his career. So it's up to you guys. Yeah. You know, like every, every time that they keep waiting, it just keeps going down. I feel. Well, I, and you're not wrong, Johnny. I, I think that, you know, the longer that this goes on, the, you know, the less interested teams are going to want to be. I mean, right off the bat, their asking price was was crazy high. But I understood why they asked it, made that ask at the time. But now the longer this is going on, do you really think now you're going to get the equivalent of four first round picks for this guy? 
if if you just keep insisting on on making him sit out, you know, because you don't want him to have a, a, a surgery he wants to have done, you know, it it it's not a it's not a, a, a just not a, a, an intelligent stand. I don't think on their part. Maybe I'm missing something here. I don't know, but it just seems to me that by doing this, yeah, you're you're hurting whatever value you might be able to get for this asset. Everybody knows now that he's not coming back to play with you. He no longer really has a future there. Maybe you hope he plays a handful of games with you to prove he's back in game shape. He has the procedure done, but that's it. What's the point? Get what you can get for him and 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 have done with it, for God's sake, rather than this ridiculous stance of we don't want to do it because we don't think it's, you know, this, this procedure's never been done on an NHL player and we don't want to take a chance. Bad. Way to there go has about. to be a first person. Exactly. There has to be a first person to make it happen. Exactly. I, if, if if him him getting the surgery you want is not going to make your team better, hmm. um, just let him have. Just let him. Just let him get off the damn shed. <clears throat> um, right now, you've got an asset you're paying ten million bucks to, because he is still getting paid. It's just now they can just if if they need to. A lot of people think he's going. He's on long term injury reserve. He's not. He's on injured reserve. Yeah, because the, that fucking money to get to the cap floor. Yeah. Well, yeah, but not only that too, but yeah, that's that's the, that's the common misconception. People, are like, oh, on LTIR we can use the cap space. Well, no, because you've already got a boatload of cap space. The only way <laughs> LTIR works is if you're, you know, is if you have two million in cap space left and you want to acquire a player who's like whose contract is like four million. Well, yeah, then you would put this injured guy that you know is not going to be back for a long time on long-term injury reserve to allow you to exceed the cap. When you're sitting there with 15 million bucks in cap space, it doesn't matter if you put him on LTIR or not. You don't need to. So he just goes on injured reserve. He's still going to get paid. Basically, he's getting money just to sit at home. You know, he just won't count against the cap if that was ever necessary. He's not being suspended without pay. The person who is winning in all of this is Eichel. Yeah, essentially. Mm. In the court of public opinion, he's going. He's coming out flawlessly. Well, it's just like I said. The longer this stance goes on, the more the sympathy shifts towards him, and not just in the court of public opinion, but also among teams that are Sports interested ball. in him. Oh, uh, <laughs> so as it sits right now, uh, the Buffalo Sabers are at sixty-three million dollars projected cap hit. Yeah, they are. Uh, they They're are just up, above the cap. Just above it. See the the cap floor, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The lower limit is sixty point two, so they're yeah. three three point six above it. Uh, as far as, the, uh, however, the Ottawa Senators still remain two hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars under the under the cap until they get Brady Kachuk signed, and then That's, they're then they're comfortably over. Get that sweet sweet money. Do we have any? Oh, updates? he's getting eight. He's getting eight mil a season. He's getting an eight year sixty four million. The problem is, is that uh, Kachuk in his reps they want. Bonus money. They want a lot of that in bonus uh, money because, as we know, you get paid a certain chunk of your salary bonus money. You get all that money up front. So eight yeah, mils. Let's say, yeah, well, it's it's a, let's say it's an eight mil uh, season cap hit. Let's just say eight million annually. Let's keep it simple. We won't get into weird ass front loading. Let's yeah. say it's straight yeah. eight mil. But you could be asking for, yeah, that's great. But I want five mil of it every year in bonus money as signing bonus. Thing is, the Ottawa Senators don't do signing bonuses. Yeah. So. Oh. oh. Yeah, because because Eugene really Melnick, stock options, because right. Eugene Melnick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that apparently is the standoff right now. It's not 
the length of the deal or how much money he'll get. It's the, it's how the money is structured in the deal. I mean, that that happens. And yeah. Is it uh, is it weird to think that it's going to be really fun to watch the Senators this year? Sure. No, it's not weird. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Very weird, think- John. <laughs> why do you think that mark why do you think it's going to be weird but you, you, you seem to be the differing opinion here why <laughs> who enjoys anything who in, enjoys uh, senators Ottawa. yeah <laughs> senators are the and worst house of representatives this is bullshit too. one two three four um, <laughs> but no they're, they're they're they've got a lot of a good young talent when they finally get the kajak thing sorted out he's going to be a you know a, a good addition in there too as well i mean yeah, their goaltending is going to be an adventure still, unless Matt unless Matt Murray somehow you know avoids injury this season. <laughs> oh Lyle, that was I made myself laugh. Uh, but yeah, the goaltending will still be an adventure, but like the forwards especially are going to be they're going to score some goals and they're going to create some havoc. Uh, the defense it's it's getting better, still needs some work. It'll be better in a couple more years when they get like Jake Sanderson in there and you know. Couple other, they're promising young defensemen. Maybe Lassie Thompson. Supposedly, he's playing well with their uh, Jacob Bernard Docker. Is yes, uh, he's is another one as well. Um, but yeah, but the, the defense is getting better. It'll be it'll be better as it goes along. But the the forward lines, ooh, they're solid, man. They're they're gonna they're gonna create a lot of havoc. So you see that Pinto goal in the fucking overtime? Like fucking, he just took like three laps around the offensive zone and then scored. Oh yeah, like <laughs> these kids—they're fast. They are fast, and yeah, it's uh, about Pinto. A lot of a lot of a lot of teams this year that are non-Canadian are going to find out that uh, yeah, a lot of the, the the way the Senators played in the Canadian division last year. Yeah, it's not just Canadian teams that are going to that are going to find them a handful. I don't like that my Pinto Ferrari joke didn't go over well, so we are going to ask. <laughs> <if anybody's> <laughs> cross cross checking rules are going to be enforced more strictly this year they say sure they will until Uh, the end of november right so uh, and they follow the usual path yep they'll be called strictly first couple of months called strictly then we start to see they won't be called as much and by the time we get to the playoffs it cross-checking no that's he's separating the man from the puck no you have to you you have to remember bettman is a lawyer right or at least has some lawyer training so it's all about the verbiage Mm. He did say this year. Yes. So, and when it turns 2022, that's out the window. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's all you're right. It's all about the verbiage. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stone is not a fan of the strict crackdown as he talks to a uh, former friend of ours, Greg Wyshynski. Yeah. I, I say former friend because he, uh, you know, hasn't been on the show in a <laughs> while. Because he didn't come on the 20th anniversary Mystery show. Sent. Uh, he doesn't listen to us anyway, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, He's on bigger and better things. He's got he's his articles are behind paywalls now. So I mean, you know, he's doing good. They're the same. They're the, it's the same Wyshynski stuff. You know, I I I pay I I, I pay them just. You oh, I know. pay it too, just because I got I got to get the, the center ice package somehow. Oh know, yeah, and, you so, know. Uh, he talked to uh, Mark Stone. Uh, mm. He is the uh, I believe he's the captain. Of yes, the he is, sir. Tonight. He said okay, cross checking has become almost as natural in the game. I cross check. I get cross checked. My wife cross checks. That's how bad. That's how it's been. But if they're trying to get rid I cross checked my kid last week. Exactly. Yeah. I used to have five people cross check me in the other departments. Uh, but if they're trying to get rid of injuries. I can understand why they're doing it. It's a sense of vary in the playoffs, especially, it can get a little out of control. I don't know if it's that dangerous. Cross checks for that. Yeah, uh, 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 just as as a throwback. Yeah, Mike Bossy would like a word. 
Yeah. His career was cut short because of cross checks to the back. Right. And so. he's not the only one there. You you look at any player, you look at any any NHL player whose career has been cut short because of back injuries. And in most cases, it's because of years of being cross checked. Years of it. Yeah. So to say, oh, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. You you keep thinking that. We'll we'll check back with Mark Stone in five years and see how his back's doing. Mean cross checking? Mm. Uh, he said, "There's definitely other things I'd like to see them crack down on as far as supplemental discipline compared to cross checking, such as he didn't give an example. Of course, he cross dressing, cross dressing. Yes, yes. Crisscross as well. Yeah. Ooh, make you jump, jump. Yeah, yeah. Not playing that in any arenas that Mark Stone's playing in. All right, here's a, here's a here we go. Here is a uh, quick quiz. Only player to be suspended for cross checking last year." Last season, only player to be Ooh. suspended for cross-checking last Ooh. season. Johnny, any guess? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Brad Marchand. All right, Brad Marchand. Lyle, I'm gonna go with your favorite and mine, Tom Wilson, because he gets blamed for everything. All right, and Mark. What was the <laughs> what was the question? Only player, <laughs> only player to get a cross-checking suspension last season. Oh, cross-checking suspension. See, I feel like cross-checking is above Brad Marchand and Tom Wilson. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with probably a defenseman who broke his stick over someone. Uh, who I can't think of at this no. time. So it was a cross-check to the I'm head. I'm head okay, it was uh, Alex Chason. <laughs> okay. Cross check okay. Jimmy V in March. In the back or in the head? Uh, it doesn't say. Hey. It was probably to the head because if you cross check to the back, it wouldn't have been called. All right. We just get in. Fi- he would have got fined. Yep. <clears throat> so we'll see how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we all know the uh, predictable it, ending for that. So moving on. What other stuff do we got, Lyle, before we get to some games that we got going for us? Oh, gosh. Almighty, now you're asking a question. Uh, <laughs> what I do here? Uh, just real, real quick. Things are going to get kind of a little bit interesting in Vancouver. Uh, Travis Hominick. Not already? Travis Hominick uh, could opt out of this season uh, for personal reasons. Uh, there was uh, a lot of... Uh, speculation that it was because he did not want to get vaccinated and it has nothing to do with him being an anti-vaxxer or anything like that his uh, young daughter uh back at, just before the 2020 uh playoff bubble uh she had come down with a serious respiratory illness his infant daughter and he you know as a result he he opted out of participating in in the the playoff bubble he was with the calgary flames then i believe Correct. uh he did play this season this past season with the canucks um signed on with him again for a couple more years but it it it, it has to do with the new covid you know uh restrictions because last season remember of course it was the all canadian division so of course he wasn't going to be traveling uh anywhere into the states blah 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 well now he's a little more concerned about that anyway bottom line is the deadline for players to opt out is this friday october 1st and if he opts out 
Uh, it's going to free up uh, $3 million bucks for the Canucks, which raises the question, if you're Jim Benning, do you use that $3 million to finally get your two holdouts, uh, Elijah Pedersen and uh, Quinn Hughes, under contract? Or do you use it to try and bring in a defenseman to replace uh, Travis Hominick as your second, uh, your second pairing uh, D-man? So that's going to be a little bit interesting to watch. I'm also going to be curious to see if any other players might opt out as well. So far, we haven't heard anything. Uh, other than Travis Hominick might, but uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be and, interesting. And the whole Mackenzie Blackwood thing, how that's gonna... yeah. Well, Mackenzie Blackwood, I it was kind of interesting. I just going to touch on that real, real quick. Um, yeah, he had, he had the New Jersey Devils last week. They announced that they had one player on their team who was unvaccinated. Didn't say who it was, and then of course we learned this week it was Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, that was interesting about that report from a week ago was that, yeah, the Devil, Devil's GM, uh, Tom Fitzgerald, was saying, yeah, we've got one player, uh, he's unvaccinated, uh, we're hoping to be able to persuade him to change his mind. And I think the uh, COVID restrictions as the season goes on, i.e. as in he cannot be in the same dressing room as his teammates, uh, so he's going to have to change that. There's fine. There's going to be uh, different uh, seating arrangements for him. The travel arrangements are going to get complicated. And he cannot travel to Canada to play in any Canadian games. If you're unvaccinated, sorry, we do not allow you into this country. And the NHL is not going to ask for a national exemption uh, identification for their players because 90.5% of them are vaccinated to start the season. So they see no sense in doing it for just a small handful of players. Yes, Scotty. I also think that in the state of New York, which he would have to play multiple games in because of the Rangers and the Islanders being there, they do have something in terms of where players... And Buffalo. And, well, that's true in Buffalo. I forgot they're part of New York. Um, Everyone does. But I I, I guess I was thinking more divisional um, because they'll see the Rangers and the Islanders more than the Sabres. Um, In any case, I think the the state of New York has something to do with unvaccinated people as well because that's what the big holdup with Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets because he's unvaccinated, he might miss a lot of home games because mm. he plays in Brooklyn, New York. Right. He's vaccinated. Yeah, so. I know, yeah. That that could get interesting. And the the, uh, the the whole key to this thing as well is that players who, because of uh, they're unvaccinated, are unable to travel on on uh, home game or road games uh, with their team. Uh, they can be suspended without pay, and that will not count against the team's cap. So. You know, that could also be a nice little incentive, too. But uh, th- there's another interesting thing about that as well is you have to wonder. I mean, yeah, the players are all like, oh, no, these are teammates and blah, blah, blah. And we got each other's backs and we respect his opinion because there's also Tyler Bertuzzi as well in Detroit as well. Now, you also had uh, Josh Archibald in Edmonton, but Josh Archibald's checking line guy. I don't you know, it's like the Edmonton Oilers season is not going to rise and fall on Jar- Josh Archibald playing this season if he misses a bunch of games. But Mackenzie Blackwood is the devil's starting goaltender. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is one of the Detroit Red Wings leading scorers. Mm-hmm. If their absence ends up costing them points in the standings where they're battling for a wild card spot. At what point does this whole thing about they're a teammate, they're a pal, we got their backs, at what point does that begin to start to fall apart and begin to leak out into the media that some of the teammates are not are kind of pissed with that stance, that this guy be sitting at home, 
Meanwhile, we're on a you know we're on a, a, a you know a four team road trip into Canada. We're battling for our lives here for a playoff berth, and because he's not playing, we dropped three or four games. You see where I'm going with this? It could become an issue as the as the season rolls along if they continue to be unvaccinated. So that's going to be something that's going to be interesting to watch as the season rolls on. For sure. Okay, I'm done. All right. Well. Boys, I don't want to get. I don't want to, to use up too much game time here. Let's go. Boys, we've waited a long time. <laughs> we've waited a long, long time for this. How long was it? About six hundred. That's days. what she said. Hello. Pick, um, baby. Pick them. Pick them time. Pick them time. Ooh. Starting. We're time for the pickums. Yeah. Pick them time. This is amazing. Hell yeah, let's go, Wikipedia. All right, we are going with the Kumja. The Kumja. He's in this Friday. Um, or actually, they start it's been a tomorrow. long time since we've done this. Wow. God. Hell Third. yeah. I miss this. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know Pick'em because you just tuned into the show, we pick a team from a league. They score goals, and whoever has the most goals wins. And then Great. at the end of it, uh, we have a Frozen Four team that we pick. And a team that doesn't get picked usually wins. Yeah, you. whoever doesn't pick a team wins, and then that's how it works. <laughs> yep, that's how that's how the game works. And here we go, uh, Johnny. I think you won it all last year because you had you. I Matt. did. I did. Oh. So Johnny's you go man. ahead, pick first. Uh, how can I not find the damn teams in this fucking league? It's the Kumja, <laughs> baby. It's all Francois. That's true. Uh, all right. That's great. What are you doing? Um, you doing? literally just gave Wikipedia a shout out and you're trying to go to the actual website? Go no, to Wikipedia. That was the first one that popped up. Go to the team. <laughs> just pick the teams by his funny names. Remember <laughs> teams. There we go. Oh, oh, oh. I tell right. you pick the team. <laughs> so I don't I don't know who uh Ooh, there's a map on Wikipedia. Hell yeah. There it oh is. my gosh. There you go. Jesus. This is fantastic. <laughs> There's green and blue it's and red. They're different divisions. Uh, I'm going to uh, start out with a team that I probably uh, created. I think the last time I picked them, uh, they didn't play for two weeks straight because of an ice storm. But I'm going to go with the St. John Sea Dogs. Sea Dogs. <laughs> I see dogs. You see dogs? You picked the St. John's Maple Leafs, by the way. That's uh, I know it was St. John's that uh, yeah. that like had a two week off hiatus. And oh, it so was you... like, hey, we got two weeks. I'm like, cool. They played one fucking game. Great work. Yeah. That was St. John's. This is St. John. So St. John, New Brunswick. Yes. Um, Lyle, you can pick now. Well, as you guys know, I always I have my wrestling theme. I always do with these teams. I'm sticking with that because it's served me so well over the years. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't done. I haven't done too bad with it, and I'm gonna go with my hometown team, my homies, the Charlottetown Islanders, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, you can go now. I, I'm glad that John pointed out the map because the whole Eastern and Western <laughs> division here is just like a vague suggestion, <laughs> and then the Maritimes are all way further east than the East, so it's like. Why call it the East? Why not call it the Central? <laughs> you call the Maritimes right? the East. Right? The map is all messed up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the whole plan out of the black box. 
I love the Combs. Then again, Tampa Bay and Florida are in the, you know, whatever Atlantic. division they're in. So yeah, the yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's good. They're there. They're in the Atlantic division. So Tampa Bay and Florida around. are in the Southwest division. Yes. That's where they are. This yeah. Year. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the, uh, uh, I'm looking at arena team names here. They play in the the Santra Videotron, which I thought Videotrons went in the arena, yeah. not on the outside of the arena. Well, I guess both in the, in the case it's of the French. Capital. I'm sure it means something. But uh, I'm going to go with the Quebec Remparts. Remparts. Or the Remparts we watched mm, at yes. another Patrick Wall meltdown. Because he's True. the general manager and coach. See, that's where I was. Anyway. Ah. Oh, yeah. Well, I can only hope. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going with the team that used to be Beavers. Hashtag we were also Beavers. Because <laughs> everybody loves a little Beaver. They used to be the St. Jean Casters, the St. Jean Lynx. They are now a battleship. They're a Moose Oceanic. <laughs> the Oceanic. White. So there we go. We're Moose on the board. So we've done it. We're ready to go. Yes. We're First game. Yeah, pick him. Got his pick him. Good to have to pick him back. Um, I got four packs of cards here. Okie dokie. 2002 03. Wow. Card here. We're going to pick a nice little OPG Patrick Wall on the cover. We're going to do our little haha fuck you. Because <laughs> you guys won it cards from the 2000s. Went out and yes, bought Yes, we them. did. <clears throat> Turn our first one. Oh, here we go. From the aughts. From the <laughs> Ask and Scotty Wad delivers. Yes. Yeah. All right. This is a good pack to start off with. This guy currently is the vice president of operations for Blackware Sports Group. He played for the Hurricanes, the Red Wings, and the Flyers. He was drafted third overall in the 1990 entry draft from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Mark, who's this? Who's this fella? What? Flyers, <laughs> uh, Flyers, Hurricanes, Red nice Wings. Invitation of a motor Flyers, game. Hurricanes, Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Michael Renberg. Mm, sorry, Johnny. Uh, Keith Primo. Keith Primo on the board. There it is. There he is, right there. The fact that you, that, that you know the Black Bears had nothing to do with with that at all. The so, sad so part was that that's the only reason I remembered it, and I was like, I know it's somebody that I know. And Scotty like named off the names, and I was like, nope, not Mark, not Mark Recky. Who else was that? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking Mark Recky too initially. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny, we'll start with you on this one from London, Ontario. Uh, he is uh, when Jason Allison departed, he became the guy. In the middle for the Bruins. Played six games in 2002. Had two goals and six points. Highest output. Uh, I'm sorry, that's his playoff record. That's his playoff record. Uh, in 2001-02, he had 22 goals and 46 assists in 66 games. Point per game player, 127 penalty minutes. Um, drafted first overall in 97. Lyle, this is a layup. Who you got? <laughs> Lyle, it's a layup. Joe Thornton. There you go, Joe Thornton. I also yes, would have, Joe. He would have whipped his penis out if he scored four goals. But I thought that would <laughs> good, be good thing he didn't do that for being drafted first overall, right? All right, Mark, we're going to start with you on this one. Uh, this guy, a rookie of the year, 
couch. Who is it? Ilya Kolchuk. Ilya Kolchuk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the Thrashers. Hell yeah. Let's go. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, two. Oh, two. Oh, this. this... Like you, just, you could have just said couch. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one here. Uh, he is from uh, Toplakana, Slovakia. Played for the Oilers. He was drafted by the Oilers in the fifth round of 93, 111th overall. Uh, four by this time, 4.7 of his NHL goals, 4.7 percent of his NHL goals were shorthanded. Jack, that sat up to 13.5 in 2102 with five of his first 37 tallies on the penalty kill. Career wise, he had 387 points in 543 games to this point. Name this guy who was traded to the Oilers from Slovakia. Johnny. I don't know why this just happened, but I feel like I the name that the only name that popped into my head was Alice Hemsky. Oh, sorry. Oh, Lyle. Yeah. I, mm, oh man. Oh, I'm gonna kick myself for not knowing this. Trade it from uh, the short-handed specialist. Oh. I, I I got a pass. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Makes deals, Mark. Makes deals. Makes deals. Mike Liute. Nope. <laughs> he's not from Slovakia, and he's a goalie. You never Dude. know. I, I I don't know. I, I don't. Details have never been my strong point, Lyle. Lyle, no. you just you just said he's not from Slovakia. He's a goalie. Does that mean that no goalies have ever come from Slovakia? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, it, it, he's, oh, he's, <laughs> the goalie's not out scoring shorthanded goals. Oh, that true. That's also true. Dude, um, there was a there was a bad ellipses in there. It's uh, Miro Shatan. Oh, Miro Shatan. Wow. Yeah, he wasn't with the Oilers for long. I yeah. don't remember him being on the Oilers. I remember him. I do now vaguely. He was much more like Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a season highlight for you. <laughs> he could have said, uh, Mark, talk to him at the HF. Or the, uh... I wouldn't have remembered. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy uh, became the fifth player in NHL history with 500 goals and 1,000 assists. At his 500th goal in January 2nd, 2002, played uh, he played around. He was first round pick in '81 by a team that is no longer around. Then went all the way around the NHL before ending up where he started. Johnny, name this guy who scored his 500th goal in January 2nd, 2002. Ah, 500s. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, man. And up where Blanc became the fifth player for 500 goals and 1,000 assists. Um, Brett Hall? Sorry. Lyle? He did what? 500 goals and 1,000 assists. And 1,000 assists. Shit. Uh, 81, first round pick. 81, first round pick. You said for a team that no longer exists. Team no longer there. Team no longer there. Ooh, wow. Um, then he came back to them. He came back to him again. Ron Francis. Ronnie Franchise. Yes. Wow. Oof. I would have never guessed that he scored that many goals. Right? Yeah. He also played for 47 years. Yeah. 
All right, now here's a prospect card. This guy's Ooh. from uh, Pentang, yeah, Ontario. Pentang, Pentang forever. Yeah, they're for the kids. First round draft pick in 1998. Played five games his rookie season. One, two, and one with a three, 370 goals against average and an 848 save percentage. Uh, he made his junior debut in the OHL at just 15 years old. He was a rookie pro. And 21, it was a 21-game winner with the Springfield Falcons. Got his first NHL victory in a uh, shootout, a 6-4 shootout. Um, I guess that means just gun-gun, pew-pew, fire wagon hockey. Um, and helped, a victory that helped push this team to sixth place in the Western Conference. Name this goalie from Pentang forever, Johnny. Uh, what country is Pentang in again? Uh, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Canada. <laughs> I thought that so, but I was just slightly thinking. racist. Just a little just No, I thought it might there. be more European. <laughs> um, oh, man. um if any of you get this one, I will give you bonus points. And he was a rookie in two thousand two? Rookie in two thousand two. See, I was trying to figure out which NHL team the Springfield Falcons were tied to, and I cannot, so. Fair point. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Store. Jamie Store, sorry. Lyle? Pentang? I don't know why this name popped into my head, but I'm going to, what the hell, Ty Conklin. Sorry, no Ty Conklin. Uh, Scotty would have said he played in 84 outdoor games. Exactly. He yes, is, exactly. He has Lauren's favorite yeah. goal um, Mark. Um, and Tang for the children. Ninety-eight. Twenty-one game winner in the NHL or in the eight. Twenty-one. One twenty. <laughs> in the AHL in ninety-eight. First round pick AHL. First round pick in ninety-eight. I was I was gonna say uh, no. Nah, well, no. Started. Gonna go with Andre Pavlich, but that's way too early for him. It's not 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 Canadian either. Well, <laughs> right. No. Right. Who knows? He, he, that's, that's, that's my original. That's a stereotype. That's true. <laughs> true. He, there, there's plenty play. of people from Canada that don't sound like they're from Canada, Scotty. Yeah. yeah. What are you Milan trying Lucic. to say? Name three. Milan Lucic. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. That's an American name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. So then yeah. Rick Nash, too, if we're going to get Jason Yuzadi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jason Yuzadi. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Patrick DeRocher, obviously. Patrick DeRocher. Oh, how obviously. did we not get that? That's a great setup, though. That's a great setup. Yeah. Oh, God. I appreciate the uh, the rust color coming through the pads that ties into the jersey. That's good stuff. This guy is an assistant head coach now, but he played for the Rangers, Oilers, and Blues. Uh he, uh, you know, the fans of the Blues knew they were getting a crack playmaker when he arrived. They uh, cheered loud. And this is on the card here. Cheered long and loud when he scored his fifth hundred or had his fifth hundred career assist, setting up an OT game winner in January 19th, 2001. He is a second round pick in 1990. He is from Warren, Michigan. Johnny, give me this left handed shot center's name. What were the teams? Rangers, Oilers, and Blues to this point. Oh. That could be any number of guys who played in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he could. Yeah, my God. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> call that the Glenn Sather pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> and he's left-handed, huh? Left-handed center. Um, left-handed center. Warren, Michigan. Uh, oh, man. Mike Comrie. Sorry. Yes, though. Why? Man, I'm not doing well at this tonight. Um, it's a harder. It's a harder game. It is. It it's is. Hard to have. Um. Oh, God. Craig Jenny. Sorry, not Craig Jenny. No. Um, no Mark. I'm gonna pass on this one. I got no idea. Doug wait. Doug waits. I've heard wow. of him. Doug wait. Oh man. Doug Wade. Damn. Last part. I forgot Last he played for the Rangers. Yeah, that's where he started. Yeah, actually, he started his career with them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, last card because I'm not going to give you guys Mike Mathau as a as a pick. You got Patrick <laughs> Kane. You would Walter's brother. He would have gotten it. All right, here we go. Okay. This guy was seven years old when Patrick Wall made his debut in 1985. Mark okay. Patanzo. So, <laughs> what? No. Oh, I was only two. Yeah. <laughs> he was drafted in the first round in 95. Mark Technically, Patanza. I was seven years old. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, was, he, was, uh, uh, he was the goalie of the year in 97 in the Kumja. He spent four years as a teammate with his idol before being moved. He's uh, become a pillar in the community he plays in, and he's a former Hershey Bear. Johnny, name this Montreal, Quebec native who was first round pick in 95. Did, did you tell us NHL teams? Did I miss them or no? Uh, I did not tell you NHL teams. He only played okay. for a couple. He only played for like two, and that would give it away. <clears throat> gotcha. Um... Hershey Bears. He's a, he played for the Hershey Bears at one point. I will tell you that much. And a goalie. And a goalie, yes. Um... And he's my age. Yeah, he's your age. I think he's just, he's a year younger than you, or a year older than you, I'm sorry. Born um, in 77. Oh, yeah. I was at 78. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even close. Um, 97 goalie of the year in the Kumja. Teammate with Patrick Waugh for a time. Uh, Bear. Hashtag we are also bears. Oh, um, no, I don't think he's that old. Go with it anyway. Go with your gut feeling. Sorry, for some reason, the only person that just came into my head was David Abisher, but he is definitely not Canadian. No, he's Swiss. She's Swiss, yeah. Oh, well. Okay, well, you tried. I couldn't get it. Lyle? Bring Bring it home, Lyle. Here we go. It's a layup. Layup. (laughs) Lyle, a Quebec goalie. There were very few of them in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marty Biron. Sorry, not Marty Biron. I know. Marty Biron. Mark, yeah. you're home, buddy. Garth Snow. Car- nope, Snotty. He's, he's American. Sounds <laughs> Canadian. Is that, uh, is that because of the rapper? Why? That's racist. That's because of the rapper, <laughs> yeah. Mark Denis. Mark. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Sideways tip. Because he played also for the Blue Jackets. That's right. Yeah. yeah. There he goes. 
So there we go. That was our cards of the week. I don't. I think that if you would have told us the teams, you probably would. We probably wouldn't have known. Well, I wouldn't have left. Yeah, tell. it's true. I might. <laughs> I might have been able. To, like, I think Lyle would have known. Yeah, if you had said Blue Jackets and, and Avalanche, yeah, I think I might have been able to piece it together with the Blue Jackets one. Yeah, actually, no, I would have said Pascal Leclerc and totally bobble it. So there you go. Oh, there we go. See now. See now. I feel like a fool. <laughs> like a next, fool. I, I think I might have to open that pack from the uh, from next week. I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. It's more. It's way more recent. I don't yeah, know why I never opened it. Yeah, he found Actually, a pack. Uh, I a do pack. remember why I didn't open it because both Sean and Greg got the same card. So there were like a total of like 12 cards, I think, that were actually made. And I was like, screw it. I'm not opening it. And then I found it 18 years later. Wow. It's probably just that long. But think about the value it's now worth. If it's in gem mint 10 condition. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Unopened pack from uh, whenever the Philly Winter Classic was, which I don't remember. Fucking fucking Pokemon. That might have been 2014. Pokemon Oreos are going for fucking ten grand or a hundred grand, baby. Pokemon Oreos? Yeah, I heard about that. People are selling uh, a rare Pokemon Oreo um, for ten for a hundred grand because it's a rare character on it. The cookie, right? Fucking people shouldn't be never given money. Like <laughs> money was a mistake. Capitalism does not work, ladies and gentlemen. Money doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh, fucking money just pee on. You're, you're selling it for Pokemon cookies? Come on, man. Money don't matter tonight. Fucking, yeah, baby, let's go. Just fucking, baby, give me that tent. You can do so much more with the 100 grand. Like, eat it, because that's a candy bar. Yeah. Well, fun. Uh, We've done it again. We appreciate your time. Appreciate hey, always a pleasure, guys. Next week. Is next week puck drop? Uh, No, it's the week no. after. And next week, guys, I will be uh, down home visiting my folks because right. hey, I probably won't get the chance to see them at Christmas time. So we're making the rundown for Canadian Thanksgiving, which is the end toward the end of next week. Yeah. So I'll be back in time for a puck drop on October 13th when we this well, whole hey, thing kicks off for real. You got, you got two weeks to get your Stanley Cup picks in and then we will yep. uh, have our Stanley Cup picks, our traditional beginning yep. of the season. Uh, Stanley Cup picks. Yep, no problem. We're gonna have well, to email Lyle the league next week so you can make a pick for the uh, pick them. That's true. Uh, we'll probably do all HL. We'll go through the Canada, but enjoy your time, sir. Enjoy your time with your family. All the best. Thank Happy you very much. And uh, yeah, Happy we'll, Thanksgiving. Uh, thank yeah. you. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving, which isn't anywhere near as fun as American Thanksgiving. I still insist your guys' Thanksgiving is the best. So, thank you, buddy. We appreciate that. <laughs> Nothing is stopping you from celebrating. <laughs> oh, we Both. do. My family, <laughs> because we this is it because we lived in Alaska for four years and we got to appreciate American Thanksgiving. We still we still uh, do the turkey thing and celebrate it up and all that good stuff. Turkey, yeah, bacon wrapped turkey. Mm. Mm. There's the goods. Right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, tra- hour safe travels, Lyle. We'll talk to you right. in a couple weeks, guys. Take care. There he goes. Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey. Well, we got to fucking get late on next week then. Uh, actually, you know what? Sean, you're booked next week. So we will talk to you Tuesday night, and then you can come on Wednesday. I'll just wait for him to text me. Yeah. So, yeah, Sean, text, text, uh, Text Johnny with all your details, how we can get in contact with you. Um, yeah, people, download Skype again. Don't don't call us. We won't call you. Um, and then we'll go from there.
Uh, Johnny, how about some shout outs? How about At that? least we know if he listens to the show now, like exactly. all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give a shout out to the uh, 18th season of the Face Off Hockey Show, Hockey League. Hey, there it is. I'm just making up a number at this point. That's fine. Um, it was great. I completely forgot that our draft was so short and I yeah. ran out of defenseman, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, I will give a shout out to the taller of the tiny redheads who turns four this weekend. Jesus, he does. Yeah, he's very uh, excited. That's good. That's a good thing. So uh, we will be heading down to the Virginia. To, to the Virginia. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I mean that. I give a shout out to my deck. Mm. Thick deck. Yeah, nice and firm now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, much harder but, than it used to be. Yeah, and after it's been, you know, after so many years, sometimes you got to go synthetic, and that's okay. Yeah, listen, <laughs> they make pills for that, bro. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a reconstruction surgery. <laughs> Did they make it bigger too? No, I, uh, I, I thought that it was big enough. Actually. <laughs> uh, they even sorry. make it longer. I kept probably, the like same. The girth is probably at max. Like you couldn't I make kept, it longer. Yeah, the girth you couldn't go any farther. I decided not to make it longer though. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you go with the ribbed deck boards? Roof. <laughs> uh, actually, no. They call it grooved now, Mark. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got grooved. I got some grooved deck boards nice. for her pleasure. <laughs> right. Of course. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, Mark. <laughs> follow that uh, i don't know if i can uh i had a, another dia de los huertas tonight i have one more remaining of those uh i figured since i'm watching a Cavs game i might as well i'm tired my oh, so should i bring I beer I this tell. weekend if you want yeah okay. maybe probably i have i only have a handful of beers right now we'll make it happen yeah probably bring some especially if uh, well, I don't know. I was gonna say something about free crisp beer, but you know, if you have any free beer and you can, I don't. But I can bring down the ones that I bought because they're really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can th- we can talk about. It. We can um, talk about it. I'll see uh, if they have more. I keep uh, Scotty. You'll appreciate this. I go to the liquor store that's uh, near my house, and I keep buying all the jailbreak beer. Nice. So I screw up their supply chain because I'll buy like three and four like six packs at a time and they're like oh my god it's so popular and then i don't go back for like another month or two <laughs> so you fuck with them that's always good <laughs> which is it the one by one one near the giant uh it's actually the one near the taco bell oh okay yeah yeah. okay now i know what you're talking about not Old the pizza hut yeah no, no no by the way johnny you gotta go to wrestling at benfield i'm not uh I thought it, it would be cool, but it would be just me by myself. Um, the deaths won't come down? I didn't really mention it. Okay. They haven't really ventured much out of Baltimore, to be honest. I'm sure I'm sure tickets will be available at the door as well, if you guys change your mind. Yeah, I'll so. ask him. I'll see if I can... Uh, I'll send it and see what happens. Send it, bro. Uh, shout out to Potsy, Kevin Potter, giving me some cool stuff. Um... Shout out to these Allure cards. 2000s. 
2000, 2001. Pretty swanky cards. Pretty heavy fucking cards, too. They're thick. Three Cs on this one. So, slotting some rookie cards in here. So, Mike DPH, I don't know how much. Anyway. Um, shout out to the Black Bears. They have a hellish weekend ahead, but they should pull through. Possible secret secret stream, maybe, perhaps. Who's to say? Because I don't want to deal with the Johnstown people. Johnny, you want to deal with the Johnstown people? Didn't think so. I don't, I don't watch away games. Oh, that's right, because I have the subscription. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie, I forgot about that. <laughs> but you don't want to listen to them anyway. Fuck them. I don't listen to them when I'm in the arena. No, nor should you. Do they have that option? Do they have that capability? You can turn the radio. No, I mean the people. Oh. I don't listen to people while I'm in the arena. I just listen to Pandora. Plays whatever music I got going on for like three hours straight. Sean P. O'Connor gimmick where you can listen to the radio inside the arena, but when you get to the concourse, like you can only listen to it in the seating bowl, but when you go to get some fries, it fucking breaks up. Yeah, too far away. (laughs) Damn it, move the car back. Oh, I got it. (laughs) Guys, we're at the end of the block. We got there. We can get FCC regulation. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Shout out to seasons going on, hockey season going on. Possibly getting into more writing. Who the fuck's to say? Nice. Time, ladies and gentlemen. The articles uh, from Blaine were good. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I like doing the weekly recaps. I just need to do more. I, I really need to like spice it up a bit as much as I as focus on the Blackberry. Fuck. So. All right. That reminded me that I was going to do Color Splash for the month, and we're at the end of the month, so I need to do that. That's fine, buddy. You can do I need stuff. to remind myself. There we go. All right, well, that's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark, the CM Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show. On the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Facts, you can find us anywhere. You can get your podcast, uh, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google, uh, iHeart, um, LinkedIn. Not Probably not there. Tune in, though. There's There's where you go. Uh, socials at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Johnny's got some pictures up there. You can take a look at those. Jeez, and you can also check us out on the Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. The money you give to us helps us uh, get somewhere else and get some upgraded equipment or gets us to traveling, all that fun stuff. So More cards. More cards. More cards for these quizzes. More quiz cards. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, anyway, until next week, peace. <laughs>